different, but here we go. It is? Yes. Oh, yeah, this one. Morning, Martin. Yeah, good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Another RC After Hours podcast live on Facebook. Now, anybody wondering, our first one that we recorded last Sunday will go out today. Getting tons of questions, emails about that. It was a very busy week. We just decided we're just going to put it out this Sunday. But for all of you watching on Facebook Live, this is part two of that Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> so, if you're watching live, you get an extra bonus because you're listening and watching part two, which probably won't go out for another week or so. So, thanks for joining us. And Frank, yes, i seen your message. So, part one will be going out today for you if you haven't seen it. Or heard. Or heard it. So, again, thanks for joining us. Part two of uh, the Memorial Day weekend we usually call this the Andre trip. Uh, <laughs> man, we, uh, the first podcast we did, it was only part one. This is going to be kind of part two. Yeah, because we did that on Sunday morning. Yeah. So we got all the yeah. events up to Saturday yeah. discussed. Now we're discussing Sunday and yes. Monday yes. events. So. What did we do? <laughs> I yeah. know. Yeah, what did we do Sunday? <laughs> right. <laughs> so joining us today, of course, in studio, Mike Coolens. Hello. And unfortunately, it, it's such a bummer because I love the in-studio and having everybody here, and it's such a better b- dynamic, but it's unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, it is cool, a little cooler in here with less people. We don't have cows in a barn, you know, but joining us, our crazy Canadian, Andre the Tree Russo, back in Ottawa. Tree. <laughs> I'm, I'm conflicted now. I don't know whether to call him the tree or full throttle. <laughs> And again, our newest member of the RC After Hours, <laughs> Mike Finley. We got you back on. See, I'm stealing you. Stealing. So, what does Joel doing, think of guys? this? You know, Joel. Joel's. Oh, he's, he's probably upset, himself. right? He's like, oh no. Yeah. Well, actually, I haven't really spoken to him much. Oh, so that's the best to way to go. He's, he's probably like, oh man, man I really we did have lose lost Finley for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we that? actually have one to do tonight so oh yeah nice. i saw that you were advertising it yeah what was really uh what was really fun to uh to see was everybody's comments saying i wish we were there it's funny we could almost hold a small little personal event you know with like 20 of us but the carnage would be off oh, the wall. My God. <laughs> well, I think it would probably end up being more than twenty, to be honest with you, Andre. <laughs> we couldn't Just handle five without July carnage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, 
Frank wanted to know how we stole him and that we should probably add an extra zero to his paycheck. So yeah, we can do that. I can add all the zeros yeah. he wants on you to that paycheck. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I don't think that'd be a problem, would it? <laughs> no. Cash and it might. Uh, okay, real quick before we get started, we've got to run through some sponsors that help us out and some links and stuff for you. We'll get through that real quick and then we'll jump right into it. Uh, thanks again, rcexplorer.se for any of your tricopter needs on the last podcast. We actually talked about how durable that thing was and how much fun it is. And everybody that's seen it fly last weekend was thoroughly impressed with the mini tricopter. So if you're interested, go check out rcexplorer.se. Thank you, David Vindenstoll for everything you do. Yes. Also static oh, RC. Absolutely. Uh, thank you. This episode is brought to you by static RC. Caleb uh, is doing a phenomenal job at helping us out. Go check out his YouTube channel. He's got some cool stuff up there. He's uh, pretty pretty uh, interesting on his edits. He's doing some cool stuff. Also, real quick, we, we mentioned on the last podcast, but I'll, I'll throw it out right now here on the beginning. He's giving away an action cam. If you want to win the action cam, go to his YouTube channel, Static RC, and subscribe to win. But if you want more than one chance to win, go to his website, staticrc.com and enter the code 1357 and that will double your chances on winning this action cam and we'll probably he says he's going to go roughly about two weeks draw a name out and you're going to win an action cam if you want to help us out please do we're trying to keep this thing going we have a lot of fun with it and we just would like to do more maybe i don't know we would definitely like to review more products so if you want to help us out, go to patreon.com slash RC After Hours. You can donate anything you want, even if it's a dollar a month. For all our listeners out there, if you just gave a dollar, that would really help us out. But if that's not your thing, we also have paypal.me slash RC After Hours. If you want to go that route, we are just uh, we love our fans and everything you're helping us do. Uh, so anything helps us out. Also, I'm getting a lot of questions, emails about the logo. I think it's going to come around very soon. I have a gentleman working on a logo for us. Uh, We love all your ideas. We're taking your ideas in and we're trying to get something worked out as we speak. Uh, So maybe, maybe this week I'll know something and we'll get something out there. As soon as the logo gets done, then we can go for the shirts and the hats and everything else and get some stuff out to you. So it is in the works right now. I just don't know exactly when it's going to be finalized. So, Hang in there, guys. It's coming. So, oh, Mike Coolins. Mm. I have a gift slash surprise for you today. <laughs> well, I'll do the gift part, the surprise. Well, it's kind, of, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of both, and I, I think you'll be surprised. So hang on. Let me grab it. Are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> is that the where did you get that <laughs> oh, i knew we shouldn't have went to cappers <laughs> I knew. Oh, yeah, for, yes. for everybody yeah. watching live oh, no. on facebook i have <laughs> in my hands the original bigfoot suit that mike wore on his oh, big debut <laughs> look oh, at this my God. we might want to watch that <laughs> It is still pretty dirty. I pulled it out and looked at it. It's still got leaves and dirt. And you you weren't kidding. You did roll around a little bit. So now we got to figure out what to do with oh, no. this thing. I think we right? can burn it. No. 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 
<laughs> now, how did you range? Did you have flight fest in uh, July and he could just run up and down the uh, pipe? It'd be way it. too hot. I would die and pass out. You'll just see me laying. <laughs> That's, just laying we'll feed you some adult beverages first, and you'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. I definitely would be laying unconscious at that point. <laughs> Could you, could you just see him passed out in the middle of Flight Fest in the big foot yeah, suit with his mug? Hold it up. <laughs> Film me, guys. Hold it up. Film me, guys. I can't go no more. Oh, my gosh. Combat, you know. Rah, yeah. So tell me how you arranged that. Okay. I want to know. So you want to know how I got that, right? Yes. I heard it was still existed a cap or last I heard. Yeah. So, so how I, did this go down? I was down Chad's, I don't know, maybe a month ago. We were just sitting down chatting, going over some stuff. He was helping us out with some logistics and business stuff with the podcast. And we got to talking about the video. And, and we were, you know, because he heard about the story you told on the FTCC yes. podcast. And we were just rolling. I mean, we were laughing about what went on, how the Thinker Thunker video exploded and this and that. And we were, you know, he was reminiscing. And actually, before I left, he looked at me and he goes, do you want the Bigfoot suit? Oh, I'm no. like, hell yeah, I want the Bigfoot suit. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so, yes, I got the Bigfoot oh, suit. I said, I don't know what we're going to do with it yet, but we... we <laughs> gonna have to like pin me down and throw it on because i don't know if i'll get into that oh, one again oh, <laughs> yeah. we could twist your arm my mind will on. change oh, on that <laughs> it might be a late night thing yeah. <laughs> Scare, scare, even, scare the campers. <laughs> that, that's even better. My laugh, my laugh mm -hmm. woke him up last time. Now oh. it's going to be this thing, huh? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what we're going to do with boat, uh, but I have it, and oh I thought that was gosh. hilarious. I can't believe he kept it because he even told me he was going to throw that when we got home. Yeah, it was uh, he it was up in his attic. He crawled up and brought it down. He goes, look at this. I still oh got my it. God. i got to go to his attic because that's going to bring back some old times. <laughs> Let me tell you, I want to see the things he's storing up there. <laughs> oh my gosh all right that's pretty funny all right let's get into it so uh we last we left off we were up to saturday so now we're into sunday um i'm trying we do the podcast then we, we went to jackson field yes oh, oh that's right that's <laughs> how right. can we forget I, know, can I, I don't forget? i don't really don't want to start with this one <laughs> this is more of a good ender i think <laughs> Okay, so what we decided to do, it was a little touch and go with the rain for a little while, and we thought, well, we'll just run over to our field at Jackson. We'll do a little flying, see what the weather's going to do, and you know, and you you brought the Devil Cub out, yeah, and our, our I I was not piloting this for our next little scheme we were going to set uh -huh. up for it. And I'm like, I'm not flying it, so I got to get someone to fly this thing that is a better pilot than me or brave enough, one of the two, right? So or dumb enough. <laughs> I wouldn't say dumb. Uh, you fixed it. <laughs> That's not dumb. Okay. Well, you're getting ahead of yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, you guys venture out and head off. I was looking for some actual controllers because we were really yes. going to blow this thing up oh, yeah. that day. Yes. You know, it was going to be gone. And so, we were gonna. you were going to go out. Uh, Mike Finley was actually going to try, try to fly it and test it a little bit. And we were going to go out to your dad's and blow it up. So I was back at the house looking for the for little the, controls yes. for the, you know, the igniters and everything. So 
I find them, I take off, I head over to the field, and I wo- roll in. I see you guys rolling. Like, you're just completely <laughs> laughing. Like, what's going I mean, on? I had tears. I lost my voice. I, I, I was like, oh, my God. I didn't even get out of the car, and they're like, you have got to see this. <laughs> So, Mike Finley, take it from there because you you were there when oh when gosh. everything kind of went down I'll, originally. I'll, yeah, I'll set him up to his point. I, I pulled the cover out of my car and I set it on the ground, and I'll just and I'm like, okay, it's ready to go. Gave him the transmitter, and I'll leave him tell, pick it up from here when he what he discovered. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> This is so funny. So he grabs the cub. We get a battery. I get his uh, radio and uh, turn like, the radio on. Start flying, buddy. What's that? I said, here you go. Start flying. It's ready. Oh my Don't God. check anything. Just go. I was going to just chuck it in the air. And I'm like, no, no, no. Let's look at the control service and find out what's going on. So get everything plugged in. So I do a, a, a right aileron turn. Well, as I'm. As I'm moving the stick over on the the right aileron, well, the elevator goes up. And I look at it, and I think, well, what in the world? So I go to the left. Well, when I go to the left, elevator goes down. (laughs) But the ailerons moved correctly, right? Because I think what happens is I'm so focused on ailerons, I'm like, ah, everything else is fine, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, so I decide to go with up or down elevator. Well, as I go with up elevator, the the right aileron comes up, so you can turn right. <laughs> when you pull back, it goes down. It goes to the left. <laughs> and I look at Mike, and I'm like, Mike, what, what, what have you done to this? And he goes, oh, Chad Capper programmed some uh, mix in for me, so it's got coordinated. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So when I would move ailerons, I'd be like, oh, the ailerons are moving, not paying attention to other movements of other surfaces, just assuming it was all good according to plan. And the, 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 crazy, the crazy thing was, um, on you have a DX8, and I haven't been on a DX8 for a while, but we were trying to go through the radio and figure it out. Where they were, all the mixes were inhibited. There was no mixes yeah. in the radio, so we cannot really figure out... <laughs> buried in both my transmitters so i copied that setting to my other transmitter as well you had to <laughs> and we, we yeah. switched we switched radios we switched receivers and we're like yeah, yeah it's got to be the receiver it's got to be something with this receivers right so put another one on same same deal. thing <laughs> it's a coordinated turn it's programmed in it there it's all ready to go <laughs> With elevator. Well, I'm going to tell you what. I haven't talked to Chad yet, but I'm going to talk to him, and I don't care whether he really did that or not. I'm really blaming him forward, for it. It will be a running joke for eight years that Mike Coolins couldn't fly the Devil Cub because he put those mixes and I in feel, there. I feel so bad for the company because <laughs> I've been knocking this plane for yeah. so long. <laughs> and it's user error, of course. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it literally, according to you, was the worst yeah, plane. Like, you how do you not fly a Cub? It was supposed to be like the the, the uh, trainer of all, you know. Yeah. And I mean, so for funny. years, you're like, this is the worst plane I've ever bought. How could they sell this thing to a beginner? It's the worst plane ever. And I'll never forget, Andres. Like the last time I flew it at Chad, he's like, "Left, Mike, left." I'm like, "I don't want to go left and die." When I go left, I'm porpoising all over the place, making my turns. 
Now we really know why you didn't want to go left. Oh my gosh, I'm yep. like sweating bullets. He's yelling left. I'm like, no, ah, I can't go left. I can't do it. The ground. I can't, I can't do it. They're like, how did you even fly this thing? How'd you land it? Oh my God. When I came in for my approach, I'm like, watch out for the tundras. I'm like, I just dumped, dumped it then. I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh, it's uh, unbelievable. Now, anyways, we erased all that crap. Yeah. <laughs> started fresh. It flew like a baby, of course, or like a, what cub's supposed to fly. Yeah. And, and that ruined all our evening activities then yeah. from that point on. <laughs> We're like, well, we don't have nothing to blow up now. <laughs> this is a good plane. So, yeah, uh, we go in. We completely start all over. New model, everything. Reprogram everything. Uh, get it to where it's working properly. No coordinated turns, but just, just normal. Yeah, no nothing. Surfaces. Uh, Mike Coolens takes off and this thing just flies beautifully. He's just <laughs> I'm like not around. sweating. My hands aren't shaking. I'm like, this is awesome. It was beautiful. <laughs> thing comes around. He makes them in the wind. I mean, it was fairly windy too, and I was able to bring it in. <clears throat> Mike Coolens made the best landing I have ever seen <laughs> his entire life out of everything. This thing just comes in, glides right down, right on the pavement, just perfect three point <laughs> land. Just. And I'm like, good, let, let's go load it up. We're going to blow it up. Mike's like, no, I don't want to blow it up now. And even Pat Murphy's like, you can't blow this up. This is what a good looking model. I'm like, I, you know what? I think I agree with you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wanted to blow it up. Oh, uh, we all did. It for, he, he had worked a month trying to get me to blow this thing it, up. Yes, Mike Finley. It's all your fault. You should have just <laughs> threw it in the air. He couldn't have flew it. That's the problem. The condition it was in. Yeah, I don't think I'm that good a pilot. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen that go up with the way it was set up. You oh, at the sticks. <laughs> there ain't no way I could have flew that airplane. <laughs> oh. Oh. So you don't mix, you don't I'm, normally oh mix God. elevator with a coordinated turn, so it's just rudder and aileron. <laughs> Yeah, rudder and aileron. I kept saying court. It's yeah. coordinated yeah. turns. Don't worry about it. Just, just launch it. Just, just launch it. <laughs> so that's the inside joke okay. with coordinated turns for anybody to, to following Mike's us. To Mike's credit, to Mike's uh, credit, you know, he flew this thing last year at Chad's place and landed it. Yeah, yeah. With all this going on. Yes. <laughs> I couldn't. Imagine I couldn't believe it. Grab these controls. <laughs> You talk about something not in trim. Well, something that's doing this is way worse than not trimming it. I'll tell you that right well, now. You grab it. You're like, you'd be like trying. Your brain would be like, why is it? And you're in flight trying to keep it up. So every time I pull up, it turns. Yeah. Well. <laughs> well, left. So my final approach. I'm gonna I'm gonna flare the elevator. So I have to be pointing at the house so I can turn the land. That's right. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I don't know how those settings are buried into these transmitter settings. I don't know unless I mean because you like said something said, about channel setups. You can yeah, hide they might have might have uh, yeah, mixed the channels together or something uh, in the channel select or in, something. In it was definitely video, buried. It, it was not in your normal. Yeah, mixing but it wasn't coordinated. In, yeah, no, there was nothing in the mixing whatsoever. <laughs> we were laughing so hard, I had tears in my eyes well. watching this thing because oh. <laughs> I'm starting to figure it out as we're watching the control servers like. Hmm, that just Wait. that doesn't look right. <laughs> I even know now. Like that's things are clicking. Ding ding. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm thinking back of all my previous flights and I'm like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
so that's all the inside joke on coordinated yeah, turns. That's so, kind of like my nickname a little bit yeah, right now going yeah, forward. Yeah. Meat yeah. sweats and coordinated <laughs> turns. <laughs> Meat sweats and coordinated turns, man. New t shirt. New t shirt. Oh my gosh. So uh, yeah, it's all Mike Finley's fault. Like I spent a month, yeah. a month talking Mike Collins in the, and I was all good. Yeah, for and it. finally I mean, it looked he was nice all, on the wall, but yeah. I couldn't fly it, and I'm like, oh, all right, let's blow it up. So the, the <laughs> <laughs> what's good? What is good? A shelf queen if you can't fly yeah. it, right? So the uh, now the Devil Cub is all fixed, flies great. It is off the table from getting blown up, unfortunately. Uh, but unfortunately, and I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure we have other planes in the making that can be blown up with all the carnage we've had. We did have. I mean, at one point we did have a lot of carnage. We all stood back and went. We've all crashed hard. At least once of us. At least one. Every one of us. I'm like, yeah, I can't speak this morning. Every one of us had one pretty epic crash this weekend. I think, especially after after uh, Sunday. I mean, it's like it oh, just went downhill. It just oh, went no. downhill. Yeah. Monday and Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Sunday and Monday. So we we pack up and we decide to head out to your dad's because um, it was supposed to be pretty windy that day. Yeah, and anyway, and we're like, ah, we'll crank around. We the can quads, just hang out there if we want. Out. If we can't fly, it's yeah. a nice place to hang out. And so. the weather was kind of touch and go with the rain, so we head out to your dad's, and it turned out to actually be pretty good. Yeah, we flew a lot of quads. I I know. Yeah, they could punch through the wind a little. Yes, better. and um, real quick, Andre, you actually got quite a bit more time on the GT ninety and the HM, HMB shenanigans, right? Well, yeah, yeah, the uh, multi RC shenanigans, and that was it. That uh, the ninety we already knew from flying around was a pretty good ship, mm-hmm. um, and, and you know all the and actually that that's uh, you know everything we did throughout the weekend was really nice because we were actually able to open up all these quads that we had on our hands, and everybody kind of tried to fly everybody else's quads to get a, mm-hmm. get an idea. Um, and yeah, this was probably the first time that the uh, the shenanigans from multi RC really had a chance to fly in an open space, and uh, you know, first it was a fury field, and I just started getting used to it. I have to flash it. Uh, I did talk to Mark, and he's like, "Yeah, just put the latest firmware on there from Betaflight, and it'll be great." Because we were picking up a little shutter mm-hmm. uh, on you know descent and deceleration. Yes, um, but otherwise, it was fantastic. Those are the same props I flew with all weekend long, and the best thing about those orange props is, boy, when you went into the grass, yeah. it was sure easy to spot this thing from a distance. Yeah, this so, is true. Um, and it 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 hung out. It 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 kept itself. It kept on par with the uh, the torrent. I, I or sorry, the uh, the vortex. I mm-hmm. feel yes, minus the OSD. Yes, but it flew just as good, just as fast, and we were pushing through some pretty good gaps and everything, and it was just. Solid piece of kit. So I'll mm-hmm. go back, do some cleanup, um, you know, and just enjoy it. it. It really surprised me. Now I know it's not the the best thing to fly in my backyard due to the size restrictions, and that's where the little ninety comes in. Um, right. So, but this thing did well. I probably could have flown this in your backyard and been pretty comfortable after a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think everybody here can agree because we were all passed around the transmitters quite a bit whether it was the i flew the shenanigans and i flew the gt90 and most everybody flew the the torrent and the vortex i think we can all all agree that they all kind of have their good points bad points or some you know it's just they all flew relatively good 
It's just they're all a little bit different. So it's just a matter yeah. of you got to you, you can't just throw one battery in it and fly and go, well, I didn't like that. You got to fly two, three, so maybe even adjust to the settings. That yes. They're set up for. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever, yeah. you know, set up for that person, you know, preferences. But generally after two batteries or, or even three batteries, once you got adjusted the feel of the throttle and, and the yaw and everything, because they were all just a yeah. little bit different. They all flew good. I mean, it's just a matter of preference or what you're used to, really. Why are we you doing rolls and oh. we're doing rolls and flips and and, and freaking Mike Coolins out and then I'm like, was I? I went to that that third one. Wah, boom into the deck. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're like it's easy and bam. Oh yeah. He's yeah. into the grass. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to show off and got burnt. Famous, famous last words. Oh yeah. Uh, what I'm was like, oh, I can do that. I can run him into the ground. What I found really interesting, Chris, was when I did the flip the first time with the uh, the Vortex, and you had the uh, Chad Nowak settings in there, mm -hmm. and I wasn't ready for that, the way it, it kind of corkscrews to uh -huh. the turn instead of a flat roll. Uh -huh. So I was like, wah! But I get the idea is it's pitching the nose down, mm -hmm. so when you roll over, it just comes out level, right? Mm -hmm. But I was like, ah, I wasn't, I wasn't used to that, so because I'm yeah. used to a more linear rule. But uh, even, like I said, even the 90 in the wind did okay. Mm -hmm. I think we all agreed that the NOAC settings were pretty cool on that, though. Are pretty. Oh, yeah, pretty once we changed there. over to the NOAC I settings, think. I think we mentioned it in the earlier podcast, yeah, but probably. once I switched, and, and again, I, I kind of understand it because the Vortex, they want to get it out to more people. You know, you don't want to throw a NOAC setting in this, maybe just a guy coming in who's a just maybe above beginner or, or creeping into that intermediate. He's going to get on his sticks and go, whoa, wait a minute, you know? So I kind of understand yeah. that. Now, Surprisingly, I, I'm no expert at flying quads by no means, but I do like them pretty touchy just because of the fact that the tricopters, you know, Mike, is, is pretty touchy and oh, takes yeah. a little while to get used to. So I like that feel. I like it just, you know, very, very smooth, but quick on the sticks. And once we change over to the NOAC setting, it was nice. got more of that. Yeah, feel. it yeah. was that so much seemed so much more locked in, more fluid and Actually, I've been flying the Torrent and the Vortex a lot here lately. Even last night, I threw a bunch of batteries through them, through the front yard, through the trees, and the neighbor, you know, around. And they're they're both good. I can't, I just can't say enough good things about the Torrent and the Vortex. They both fly good, you know. No complaints whatsoever. And and no. Andre too. I wanted you. Um, I know Mike Finley has a Gremlin. I haven't got a chance to fly one. I'm I'm still really curious to get my hands on one. But you brought one yeah. home from flight test, right? Yeah, I popped in on uh, Tuesday before I dropped home. Uh, started the run home, and uh, um, Alex Zavada actually passed me his. I'm actually going to um, very quickly test it out, mm -hmm. and I'm handing it off to our our, our other Canadian Martin, uh, okay. so he can have some fun with it. And mm -hmm. then come July, I'll make sure I've got my hands on my own. Awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, and the, just that class. And I said that while I was on the ground um, uh, last weekend. And I, what what really impressed me about this size of copter is the low fuss factor, the durability, mm -hmm. and just the, the 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 bang for buck and fun was just it was perfect because last year we were flying the bigger multi-rotors nothing wrong with them but i just i just never relaxed with them because i always thought about the size that you're dealing with you know like if this thing goes in if you hit something like you can't jump through a tree with the 
you know, with, with something that's a little bigger. Well, you can, mm-hmm. but the odds are it's not going to end well. Yeah. Um, so these really took the stress away, and I just I really enjoyed flying the mul- the small. This this stuff has brought me back into the multi rotors because it's so str- you know the most I did all weekend long with the ninety was I broke a couple props and I mm-hmm. had some backups. So there's there's the green ones, you know. Right. Um, I like to find some more durable props, but at the same time, if I'm shattering a prop, that means I'm not doing damage to my motor, uh, you know. Right. So it it's got its pluses. Um, and, and they dealt with the wind and conditions. I mean, even, even Mike Finley there, you, you were, uh, you were experiencing some wind issues even with your Mavic above those trees. Yeah. You know, absolutely. so it was pretty, it was pretty touchy there. You know, we, we tried to fly a couple things and just, you know, you pop up above the tree line. Oh, what was I flying? Oh yeah. It was, uh, hold on. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> this. Yeah. Light. That was gnarly. <laughs> yeah, with AS3X, I couldn't keep up oh, with the winds we were dealing oh, with. Oh, it was crazy. And then I realized uh, then I realized that I was in like low rates, so I snapped her over to high rates so I could take care of the wind. But we've got some video of this thing, and it's just like all over the place because the wind was coming over top of the trees at, mm-hmm. at Mike's parents' place, and it was just washing everything out with the wing. Um, so we were having a lot of fun, but, you know. And if I remember place. right, the wind was like gusting to 17 miles an hour that day, you know, up and down, up and down, like it'd get calm and there then boom. There was something I flew and I was really concerned. The Sky Surfer. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I was like, yeah. I didn't know if I was going to land it. You know, we were, I just wouldn't come down. It kept popping. And, that was, I thought yeah. for sure you were going to crash into the house. <laughs> I know. I could, <laughs> More I than once. <laughs> yes. I was like, wow, this is challenging with <laughs> these wind gusts. And I was having flashbacks of the devil cub. Oh, Mike man. left. Mike left. No, the house. Mike, no, left. <laughs> Let me tell you, I check crap now, but I check, make sure all the movements are right, not just focused on one as I'm doing an All right. Mike learned yeah. something Because <laughs> I thought with coordinated turns, you guys put a little elevator in, obviously, well, in the right direction. <laughs> you... <laughs> Up. A little up, up yeah, for and the not wind. Max, yeah, not max deflection either. <laughs> yeah. When I saw the elevator going the opposite for down, I'm like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> That's not good. And, you know, at first. <laughs> so you're winged dipping and then you're diving at the same time it's like oh man <laughs> you're losing a lot of uh, altitude and quick. that's <laughs> yeah and that's the first thing i thought of and again i haven't been on a dx8 for so long but i know at one point there's you know if you're dialing say you are dialing in a little bit of elevator for your turn you yeah. know one side might be plus 30 and then if you gotta go to the other side it's negative 30 to get and the i'm same. thinking that might be what happened but there I was not but there was nothing in the mix it had <laughs> zero mixes so in that's there. why i'm throwing chad under the bus because i'm not smart enough to dig that <laughs> far into a transmitter <laughs> if i did it was truly by accident <laughs> I'm like only Chad would know yeah. how to do, get in buried settings somehow. Honestly, yeah. So sorry, Chad. I, and if you did it on purpose, you got you got to be laughing for the past five years since I, every time I threw oh. that thing up in the air. <laughs> I don't think it was deliberate or if he's even aware of it. It was revealed. I know yeah. I wouldn't do coordinated turns without his help. <laughs> That's all. I know. <laughs> and now I'm going to rethink that. <laughs> I'm going to go to another source. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, um, Mike Finley, I'm curious to know, uh, with the Mavic, I know our buddy Justin has one. He's been out to the field with us a couple times, and he was in some pretty turbulent wind. And I think, if I remember 
Coolens, do you remember that one time it got so bad that the thing actually landed, didn't it? He said it did not. It did not. And he's telling me that like they showed uh, the Phantom and the Mavic with a leaf blower on a YouTube and uh-huh. it handled better than the Phantoms. I'm like, well, my buddies could fly their Phantoms yeah. and weren't sweating it. Yeah. And I said, when Mike Finley was trying to fly, he he got the warnings and stuff. Yeah. He wasn't very comfortable doing. Right. But not that you can't fly. I don't remember restricting him necessarily. It might have. I'd, I'd have to check on that. That no, it actually landed. Mine didn't restrict me at all, but it, it definitely, I mean, it kept it popping warms. up the warning going, yeah. you're in very turbulent air. Mm-hmm. If be suggested that you land yeah now did you notice it uh obviously it was probably bouncing around a lot because even even our fans will talk about here in a minute um but could you actually see it on the video or did it still remain no it was nice and stable on video then no it was it was absolutely stable um Mm -hmm. i was surprised it was as stable as it was because i was watching it when we was over it at mike's dad you know mom and dad's house Mm -hmm. and you could see it it was just i mean it was oscillating yeah. for lack right. of a better and the video never moved wow it looked fine That's so that concerned me a little bit like if you know if there's some way for me to ever use the head plays with it mm-hmm. i would be a little concerned about that uh-huh but line of sight i i was less concerned but still you know i mean it's pretty new to me because i've only had it since you know I guess March, so uh-huh. I'm not going to drill it in the ground. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no <months> doubt. <laughs> yeah, you're going to heed to the warnings. <laughs> the yeah, <laughs> I, I, I will a little bit, you know. Yeah, um, and again, don't get me wrong. I love the Mavic. It's just so cool. It's so compact. But I was actually surprised. I thought it would maybe handle, you know, that wind, but it was pretty turbulent. I'm, I'm not going to lie. But and, and again, like you said, though, it, it still flew and did everything it was supposed to do. It just letting you know is like, hey, uh, it's a little windy yeah. up here. You just might want to, you know, be aware of that. Yeah. So. And, and that's pretty much what it did. I mean, it never attempted to land or anything mm-hmm. like that, but it just said, you know, you should definitely uh, be careful and, and keep an eye on it. I mean, pretty much. I can't remember exact words of it. Yeah. But, you know, it, it was it was telling you, hey, it's it's pretty turbulent up here. You might want to, you know, take it easy and be careful. So, right, right, right. And, and I like that. I mean, honestly, it's 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 nice that it that it gives you that. But, um, yeah, the main reason I bought it is just strictly for the portability. That's Travel. it. Mm-hmm. It's it's not about anything else other than, of course, you know, yeah, everybody call me a fanboy now, but <laughs> DJI makes good products. Period. Right. They work. They do what they're yeah. supposed to do. Right. And because I travel so much, I thought, you know, what a piece of kit to take with me because I can't throw my Phantom 3 in a little backpack and take on an airplane easily. Yeah, yeah. You can. It's just not easy. Right. I agree. I agree so, 100%. Yeah. It was so, interesting, though. I was I was surprised. Yeah. yeah. yeah right. You got to fly it. What did you think about it? Oh, I mean, I flew it before. I, I just, uh, it, it flies so well, um, easy to control. It has you know good features on. I mean, I have no complaints with it, other than you know I've talked about it a million times. One, it I, w- would be nice to be able to plug my head plays in it, but of course now they have their own goggles, so that solves that issue. Yep. Two, um, the wind thing does bother me a little bit because I I have had a tendency to fly in some pretty heavy wind with no problems with the Phantom Three. I mean, as you yep. you seen, we were there Saturday, so that does bother me a little bit. But other than that, mm-hmm. th- between those two things, I don't, you know, for the price and what you're getting and everything, uh, you really can't beat it. The only other thing too is, um, there's been a few times we've been out kind of later in the evening where we got a little mm-hmm. bit lower light. 
the camera, you know, I've I've seen it's not quite as good in the in the lower light. Yep. I'd say the camera's not quite as correct. good. Yeah, than on the P3 Professional. So, but yep. again, look what you're getting, and you know, so y- you can't complain. Yeah. Um, let's see what else happened. Oh, poor Patrick Murphy. Poor Patrick. Oh yeah, and he's he's not on here to kind of. Tell his side, but one thing I do want to mention: uh, Patrick Murphy is fantastic. I, I've known Patrick for a while, but I've really never hung out with yeah. him that long. Uh, but just mm-hmm. what a great guy! So if you're out there listening, Patrick, we miss you already. Yes. We had a great time. Um, I've had the Dynamic S for oh I don't know, probably a couple years, I think roughly. And the last year or so, I really haven't f- flown it. And cool, and you know, we took it to the show. We had a lot of people looking at it. It was like. Eh, I don't know, you know, didn't sell, brought it home, hung it back on the wall. <laughs> so uh, I thought, you know what? Uh, Patrick does some slope soaring and everything and, you know, has a rate in his, and I thought, you know what? That would be a perfect plane for him to take home, crank around and, and throw on the slope. I just wanted to see it go to a good home. And I was like, hey, Patrick, I got a dynamic S in the garage. I said, you'd be interested in it. He's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll take it. So I said, all right, it's yours. Gave it to him after the podcast and he took it with him. So we decided when we were at your dad's house, we were like, he's like, hey, you think I could fly? I'm like, yeah, we'll get a receiver in there and we'll, we'll get you in the air somehow. So uh, we charged up a couple 2200s. I think he borrowed one of yours, right? Oh, yeah. That's and of right. course, all your batteries are pretty puffy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, so yeah, they are definitely puffy. Pat was having a lot of trouble trying to get the battery. He's like, man, I can't get this battery in here. It's not fitting. And I'm, and I'm like, oh, let me try. And I, I forgot on the dynamic guest, you have to kind of flip the battery up on the end and then it slides right in, no problem. So flip the battery up, slid it in, got it all ready to go. Well, in the meantime, and I didn't pay much attention, wasn't really f- focused on what was going on. Uh, I changed motors on a dynamic guest. It's got a way bigger motor and a way bigger ESC. I think it's like a 60 <laughs> amp ESC. Jeez. And everything fits really, really tight in the Dynamic S. But what we didn't notice in the meantime, I had some hot glue that held the wires tight to the fuselage that came around the ESC. You shove the battery in there, kind of set the ESC in and cram the lid on and lock it. Well, that hot glue must have popped off. So those wires coming from the motor to the ESC were all loose. So Pat checks his crap. Everything looks good. Fires the throttle, and I mean, it's making a horrendous noise. We all know this. In the air, it goes. (laughs) And the funny thing was, (laughs) yeah, kind of joking around because I've had this happen to planes before. I said, oh, probably the ESC wires off the motor are probably rubbing on the motor. I said, ah, screw it. Just keep on going. It's fine. (laughs) And poor Pat, he he even said afterwards, he goes, you know, I, I thought about just bringing in landing, just checking everything out. And in my head, I'm like, well, everything was fine the last time I threw, it, you know, flew it, but it didn't make that noise. And I was like, ah, just fly it, you know, go throw a battery, and then we'll check it out. So Pat makes one beautiful pass around. Everything looks good. Shuts it down. Glides around. Does a few things. Comes down through the back of the yard. Powers up again, and probably didn't get 15, 20 feet and the thing explodes like it literally i mean pow (laughs) we're like whoa and you've seen the whole nose foam flying nose flies off of it we're like what what just happened like what happened 
You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. So Finley goes out. He's picking up parts. He uh, was able to land it with the yeah. battery stayed attached by hanging down. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. Everything. So he had control service. Yeah, he, he did have control service and props to right. Pat. He did bring it in and land it with everything like hanging out, hanging yeah, out of it. ESD battery. Gone. The front <laughs> yeah. was gone. You know. Uh, <laughs> And uh, we bring it back. We're looking. We di- we didn't see anything. Everything looked okay. You know, uh, w- obviously the props were broken. The only thing we really could think of, because it happened to me on the Rock ho- uh, Hobby Glider, was one of the props. We figured one of the props broke, which threw the whole thing way out of balance and probably just ripped the nose out. That's what our guess was. So yeah. later on, once Pat got home. And was checking everything out. Sure as heck, he was looking at the wires and seeing where the wires got chewed up inside the fuselage, sucked into the motor, wound around the motor, and just ripped it right off. Uh, literally. So yeah. that's what happened to the dynamic. And again, it's just one of those things where as soon as he hit the throttle and it made that noise, we should have just brought, came, it, brought it, it in. But that's not what we do. <laughs> no, especially you. We're like, ah, just go with it. <laughs> You do a lot of sketchy things I with know. action cams and everything yeah. else. <laughs> servos, servos stripped out, chattering. Ah, it's fine. I just won't turn left. I'll just keep turning right. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, the nice thing is, is Pat's got that thing all put back together, and he's already flown it, and it apparently it flies beautifully. Yeah, he yep, says he loves amazing. it. He fixed, amazing that he fixed that. He fixed that thing quick, too. Yeah. I mean, real yeah. quick. I was re- I was really surprised how quick he got that thing. I think he was pretty anxious. I think he really liked it that his initial first, yeah. you know, uh, thirty mm-hmm. seconds of flight or whatever it was, maybe a minute. He's like, oh, this thing that he wanted to get it fixed up. And yep. so, so Pat, <laughs> if you're out there and you're listening, I hope I hope you like it. Everything's good and it went to a good home. But man, that was it. I mean. You I felt just, so bad. I did the, feel yeah. bad, but I was like, man, the, like, I know. It's almost what, like you set him up or something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a free plane, but don't fly it yeah. unless you really uh, want to yeah. take that risk. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to trying to think. Oh, so after that event, uh, Andre and I decide, you know what? We haven't got out the Phantoms. Oh, They've been yeah. sitting in the box. Let's get out and we'll crank those around a little bit. So off we go. And my thinking was, too, we'll go out and see the scenery. Your dad kind of lives out way out in the country, beautiful farmland. And we'll just go play around a little bit, fly, you know, maybe get some shots of you guys flying around. Um, try, um, it's, it was still really windy. And I, mm-hmm. was it was it me, Andre? Was it, I think I took off first and was out cranking around before you got going, right? Yeah. I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were having some interesting GPS lock issues due to the overhanging trees, so we're yeah. all just kind of fiddling around trying to figure out, you know, where we could launch from nicely and mm-hmm. stuff like this. So I finally get going and take off, and then I think you got up after me, but we're having some uh, video glitch oh, issues. Oh yeah, pretty bad. <laughs> my my radio, my 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 transmitter warned me right away. It says this area is kind of uh, really active and mm-hmm. really you know a lot of interference. So I'm like, all right, fine, I'll I'll, I'll. and I'm bumping around. It's really annoying and. Um, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to go custom channel. I'm just going to lock this thing down to the yeah. cleanest channel I can find and, and go flying. And uh, yeah. 
<laughs> I think you were all the interference, though, looking back, because I can't imagine anything being out there interference-wise. Yeah, that was well, rather was... interesting. What you know, why we were? I mean, obviously, yeah. I I don't know, because I've flown with a lot of other Phantoms and f- flew with Chad before, and you know, at Flight Fest, I flew with some other Phantoms. You know, uh, one guy was standing inside, and I I never really had that issue and then andre you were even saying at your field you had a flying with a couple planes that were were running some telemetry and anytime they kind of passed in between you you were getting interference so i don't know i don't know if it's Mm. just your setup or yeah it's probably something about the phantom four they probably tweaked something i don't think it's my particular i don't think there's a fault with my aircraft it's just i think the 2.4 is more sensitive if possible because i've flown out before all the crazy rules uh were kicked in earlier this year i've gone Mm -hmm. out just doing range tests and had no issues at all but if i'm flying and it's the telemetry like it's stuff coming off the other aircraft that are getting in the way and interfering with the reception on on the ground Mm -hmm. um so yeah one point we're going around, and I had probably the biggest lockout I'd ever experienced in my life with so far flying this thing, and it was just black. I'm like, holy! And that's because <laughs> I, yeah, there was some other uh, other words used there, I think too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's because I had gone from automatic to a custom channel and just locked it into one channel. We mm-hmm. were filling around with the different rates and just seeing. And it, there are some cell towers out in that area too, so there's very big possibility that those were chucking out a little bit of interference and just causing some some stuff. But this was full on black, and I, I like I know I knew the aircraft hadn't hadn't gone down, but I'm like looking on my compass and nothing is updating while it, while the system is doing stuff and just trying to reconnect. And I'm like, oh, oh that's I was scary. 30, I was seconds away from hitting that return to home button on its <laughs> own, right, just to see if it would do it. You know, and, but Chris is there flying around me saying, I can see you spinning around in circles because I'm trying to get the uh, the map to re-engage so I can see the direction of the compass and just fly it back, right? Yeah. Now, but it was, oh. Let me let me paint the picture for you a little bit because Andre was in full panic mode, but, um, and <laughs> I've had this happen to me numerous times, losing video signal and stuff. So, uh, not to say that I haven't panicked, but I, I'm becoming <laughs> more accustomed to it. I don't know if that's a good thing. You're learning like thing. David Vindestal. Yeah. <laughs> to stay calm. Yeah. So we, <laughs> we, we do take off cause I thought, Andre, let's, let's follow each other or whatever and get some phantom, the phantom shots. Cause you don't see a whole lot of that. I thought it'd be cool if he was just cruised around above the trees and I'd come in behind him and just follow him around a little bit and we get some pretty cool shots. So we head over the trees and literally just get over the trees i'm right behind him over the trees into the next field and i mean literally boom andre says oh my gosh well maybe it wasn't oh my gosh but i lost video (laughs) i have nothing it's completely black now initially and and we weren't sure to actually we we watched the video later um from my phantom but he says i lost complete control it's not doing anything i can't go left it's not doing anything so i said you're okay it's in one spot. I had him on the on lock on my Phantom. I said everything's good. It's not doing anything crazy. You're you're okay. I said just kind of turn around, aim your your radar back home, and just bring it back. We should pick up video signal. So probably just after a few seconds, which poor Andre, you probably felt like it was a a, a four uh, out like, four was, hours. <laughs> this this had been the longest lockout, and it was like it's one thing when you get the little glitches, but when the screen goes black, you're like, wow. wow. <laughs> yeah, it does kind of freak you out. Um, yeah. And 
I could see the quad moving around. So, but but you were telling me, you know, initially, and I totally get it when you, when you first panic, like you're banging this, like oh my gosh, it's not it's responding, dead, it's it, falling, yeah. It's like and you and without the video camera there, you know, it does take that radar a little bit. You got to move a little bit for that thing to yeah. you know show what's going on. If you're just kind of in one spot and just rotating around, you're thinking, oh my gosh, it's not working. You know, everything's everything's locked out. So initially, we got him turned around. He started heading back. Video came back per, relatively pretty yeah. quick, I think. And well, I think at that point, once once we knew well, the copter wasn't going to drop out of the sky or anything like that, I, I I went back into my video, my HD settings, and put her back into automatic because obviously that channel mm-hmm. went from being a good channel to a bad channel. Yeah. So. Right. But. Everything was good. Came back, and you were like, "I'm done. That's this is it. I'm out. Let's just put this thing on the ground and be done." You know, and I don't, I don't blame you because we were having a lot of stuff going on, crashes, and it's just, oh yeah, it, turbulent it started, air. Everything, it, everything starts. You know, it's Can't, kind of yeah, funny because yeah, because one it, rack then the next rack, and people don't quit. And yeah, it just gets worse and it, worse. And yeah, worse. and when you look back at Saturday, everything that went smooth, on yeah. and. Well, I mean, we had a lot of crashes and everything. So then you go into Sunday and then, you know, uh, Pat had his thing with the dynamic S and then you had that. And we're just, I'm getting less and less planes to fly. That's all I know. And and we were pretty, we were pretty really lucky Saturday with everything went on. So now you're moving into Sunday and everything's just starts piling up a little bit, piling up, piling up. You're like, man, somebody's luck's really going to kind of start running out, you know? Yeah. Um, anyway, a lot of trees. We were over yes. top a lot of forest, so the recovery would have been. If something had happened, the recovery would have been bad. Probably not feasible. Well, we would have pulled the chainsaws honest. out. I can get trees down out there. Let me tell you. Now there we go. Yeah. After we got back, watched the video, Andre. We seen everything. Noticed that you did still have control. We could see you yawing around. Everything was good with the the transmission link. I I was thinking yeah. a little bit more about this too, um, and it resorts back to some of my experiences here at my house before I had. Now, if anybody doesn't know, I have uh, high high well not high power but better antenna system on my yeah. Phantom Three. I bought the FPVLR antennas and had them installed. It is probably the best purchase I've ever That's done yeah. for my Phantom. Absolutely. Like, I'm not looking to go long range or anything there, but when but you're... That, that That is just extra insurance. Yeah, it's extra. In, yes, exactly. If you're I mean, kind of around trees or, or obstacles or whatever, just give you a much better peace of mind that you're not going to lose video signal. Yeah. So anyway, Andre, after I was looking at more of the footage uh, the other day and everything, I think, too, if you think about it, you kind of buzzed because I said, let's do a little tree surfing and I'll follow you. Okay. So what made me think about this here at my house, I live kind of down in the valley. If anybody's been to my house, you guys know, uh, I mean, I sit down in. So a couple times I've taken my phantom out right above my trees here, went out, not even, I don't know, 500 feet just above the trees. And there's a field over there. And when I, as soon as I got over to that field, I lost video signal just because I'm I was sitting so low that the, it couldn't penetrate yeah. through the trees. And I think Andre, after watching your video, you were we were so close to the trees, and as soon as you got onto the other side, and we were kind of down yeah. low by Mike's house, and you got to that field, I don't think the video signal was penetrating through the trees there at the end of the his dad's yeah. yard and getting over to the field. I think 
that's probably what what happened right there. If you would have just shot up, we probably would. Well, that, and you. that's that's that is what DGI always says in their literature as well. It's like if you lose single, go up. Yeah, and you'll clear. Right. And I even went back and actually rewatched the um, the tutorial video and just to see if I. You know, if I was still doing my antennas correctly, because, you know, you always change your orientation. But the first thing I'm going to order uh, next week after I purchase something else mm-hmm. um, is a new, is a new, uh, something else that I crash um, is uh, yeah. is a new set of antennas. Because I'm just basically I'm of the mindset that that, you know, I'm trying to do stuff. And if I'm doing chases and stuff and I'm taking glitches, it's no fun because, you you know, you yeah. ruin the shot. You can't time it. It's yes. funny. Just how relying, how much reliability, how much, how much you're relying on that stable shot so you can flow through, mm-hmm. and that's something like when I flew the Ma- the, the Maverick, the Mavic, Mavic, uh, Maverick. Maverick. <laughs> look, 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 I did it, I did it, Darn it. <laughs> the Mavic with the D, with the DJI goggles, mm-hmm. you've got Jay. Um, uh, you know, I was really like, oh, I can just track the shot and it's beautiful and you know what you're doing. And, and that's even with flight test one, the, the most beat mm-hmm. up one they have, you know, and just tracking. It was the first thing I did. It's, it's hilarious. I got in there and it's the first thing I checked about the whole thing was how can, how well does it track? So it's like, oh, this is really nice tech. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I am going to buy that new set of, uh, you know, upgrade antennas and just have them shipped. I was going to have them shipped to the U.S., but then I realized this guy is shipping from Florida. Uh, is, is the guy out of Florida? I believe he's out of Florida. Yeah, pretty sure. Because the address doesn't say Florida. It says unless. OK, I'm I'll pretty sure he's out of Florida. Well, if it is, if he is out of Florida, I'm just going to have him sent to you then, and mm-hmm. I'll pick him up in July because I I thought it was another place. Anyway, we'll talk about that after. But yes, that upgrade is coming because Andre likes his P4 <laughs> and <laughs> wants to stop having to worry about that experience because yes, the guy saw it, and I was like, nope, not flying this anymore. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. In, and then I went and I flew the little multi rotors, you know, so, right? Because I'm like, yeah, they'll be fine in the valley inside the the perimeter of the uh, of Mike's parents' yard. Right. So, but yeah, uh, again, though, it's, I find it very interesting, and, and of course, I have my antennas, and Mike Finley was flying the Mavic, which has a complete different, better uh, 2.4 video yes. system. But Mike Finley, you yeah. had zero problems, also, just flying the stock. Zero. Stock yeah, Mavic. But, I mean, it worked flawlessly. So it, it's just interesting yeah. what the heck was going on with the, the P4. Well, I don't think the light went out, yeah. out over the trees too much. It, right? it, you know, got past where you but guys it, were flying. It didn't matter. Uh, Andre was having problems Even right ground up, level, yeah, up around your yeah. ha- the house oh, was having yeah. problems. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I picked up a lot of 2.4 hits. Well, Finley was uh, definitely that, around that there. New system, the new system that 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 uh, DJI uh, came out with is just light years ahead, Chris. Of what what Lightbridge? Lightbridge was good, but yeah. Lightbridge is susceptible to a lot of two point four information uh, interference. Sorry, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm. It, it's um, it would almost been interesting to have um two remotes, you know, and you fly the same copter. One without the upgrade and one with the upgrade, and mm-hmm. just see if it goes there. I have to. I'm, I'm a little concerned that maybe there's something wrong with the transmission end of it. But like I said, I've had clean flights, and I've had, um, you know, some of the recon missions there. The the the, the Radian recon mission. Yeah. I was on the other side of of the school, you know, dip mm-hmm. behind it and everything, and I still had no issues. I took the occasional hit, yeah. but nothing like this. Mm-hmm. So. This is just this is just you know a combination of now, do you, you know guys probably have the same you trend. Ex- Sorry, 
Go ahead, Mike. I was wondering, do you guys have the same exact Phantom versions, or am I mistaken? No, they're different. Okay. They're uh, different, but the transmission technology is the same. Okay. Correct. All yeah. right. Go he's ahead. I didn't mean to I, cut you off. Yeah, he's got the nope. Phantom 4. I have the Phantom 3 Professional. Um, yeah. Yeah. But See, yeah. I have the Phantom 3 Professional as well. Mm-hmm. And I have seen a few. I mean, not near like what Andre was dealing with at here anyway. Mm-hmm. But here i've had a few glitches and it and it's it's like the the video freezes or, mm-hmm. or almost pixelates yes um, yeah. yes yep yeah and and then you know but then it changes and it comes right back and and i haven't had near the problems that i but of course i didn't have mine up there so i couldn't tell you you know if it was because of just the stock you know mm-hmm. uh yeah. antennas or what because I know i know when chris was flying his he was locked in the whole time he never had any issues yeah so nope. Those antennas are on my and and they had been on my they are they've been on my wish list and it's funny because I'm I'm just <laughs> I'm one of those people that doesn't want to mess with a warranty and the radio has a warranty until September so it's like eh yeah. I want to wait you know but we know the system is still solid unfortunately it's just yeah it's and, and it could have been too that you know Chris was flying within close proximity of my aircraft and obviously you know it's there's so many factors and there's like so you said Chris, like, yeah mm-hmm. oh it was just too low to the trees and everything but like the fact when I'm seeing and I haven't even taken off and the radio is going yeah there's a lot of interference around here <laughs> mm-hmm. so we'll yeah. see we'll see I'll, I'll put the upgrade in I I'm I'm pretty confident that once that the antenna upgrade is done a lot of these problems will go away. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, it was yeah. rather interesting though seeing every everything and what was what was happening, what was going on. But mm. all right, so that was pretty much. I think. Am I missing anything else that day? I'm nah, trying to think. Off Sunday the top was of my good head. flying. Yeah. Um, I think in the end we. What did we do Sunday evening? I think we well, just then had we dinner. Went, and yeah, guys, we went to dinner and then came back then to my house. To your, yeah, your house. And we, and we were looked n- over the video. That yeah, we were, we were going to f- do some we're little inductrix. We never did. And we were wiped out, man. Uh, we were so tired. And yep. uh, yeah. we, we were having a little chat. Even to, when you got to your house, it was like, what, 10? Oh, yeah, oh, it was like 10 o'clock, o'clock I think. Yeah. Matter of fact, I was kind of dozing off on the couch. And, and, and <laughs> uh, I think Andre goes, all right, we're on the way. I was like, oh, crap, man. I made some coffee. <laughs> And then you yeah. guys, you guys show up and you're like, "Hey, you got you, you got any coffee?" Like, we're really <laughs> like, like, so you I'm drank coffee, which is unusual. Andre had coffee. We were all sucking down the coffee, oh, and we were man. like, we were initially going to fly the inductrix FB, and we were like, "No, we're." And just, then I'm like, "Let's no, charge batteries." Yeah. so we're good for Chad. Yeah. So we're yeah. charging good batteries for Monday. Way. So it was interesting because we were discussing this in the evening about the ratio of flying that had been done compared to last year and we were way up on the amount of flying we we had done particularly because of these guys i think you know Mm because it's like oh the planes landed something happened let's go fly the quads so we strap the goggles on and we're beaming around so your flight times i I felt my flight times way up over the weekend and like you know you'd grab your your bin of drained batteries Mm -hmm. and like yeah flew a lot yeah exactly right i couldn't believe how many batteries i went through without even realizing it yeah so that was uh that was sun that was Sunday. So that was our another interesting day. Uh, so Monday rolls around and we all decided and, and Julie was gracious, yeah, gracious Julie enough Capper, to let us fly out at uh, their site there at their house and park at their place. Yeah, because that was awesome. La- obviously, Chad could not make it yeah. to share with all our listeners, right? Which was I really wanted to get together. I myself haven't got together mm-hmm. with it. You, you with your interaction, what was a month ago? Yeah. was more than I've had. 
Yeah, we were supposed to hang out with Chad Capper and, and do some flying. Last minute, he had to take off on a flight, but Julie for, said, yeah, come on over. and For a teal or a teal drone type oh, yeah. launch or something. Yeah, right. So. In Salt Lake City, yeah. Yep. yeah. So we head over to Chad's, and again, we, we got so lucky with the weather over the weekend. Like, oh, the yeah. weather was just unbelievable. Yeah, going from rain, like they predicted rain two out of the four days yeah. at least, and we got no rain. Yeah. At all. It like went all around us. I know. It's I crazy. mean, all around <laughs> Like, us. yeah, when we were sitting here at your house, we are looking at the radar. And you're yeah. Like, it's like literally. Yeah. And it did rain. Was it Sunday night or Saturday? But, it rained one night. Yeah. Like after it got dark, it rained through the night, and then the morning it was fine. We had sun pop back out. It was burning all the, everything off. We we're like, yeah, yeah. It rained almost every night in Alliance. Yeah. So we ventured down to Chad's, uh, the OG <laughs> flight test field. I love going down there. Mm-hmm. Love flying there. And Mike Finley, that was your your first time there. So I was. Yeah. It's just curious. You you see it on, you know, video and. You even said you have it replicated in Real Flight Seven, and you've actually kind of flown yep. there. But what did you think when initially when you when you first get there? Is it different than you think? Was it exactly what like you pictured? What was, was the virtual ex- reality the same? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, honestly, it, it's exactly what I've seen in all the flight test videos, mm-hmm. um, in, including in in Real Flight. I mean, I could, other than of course, you know, Chad's got a pool now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But other than that, I mean, it was exactly what I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was, I was shocked at just how um, how much not only the videos but real flight actually, I mean, gave you the feel of of being there. So for people that that don't ever get a chance to make it out there, get real <laughs> flight and uh, you know download Chad Capper's uh, yard, and you'll be there. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> His yard is, you know. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's only that big. <laughs> this is true. But, but yeah, no, I, I, uh, uh, I was really shocked at just how, how realistic, you know, um, real flight is to that. And it, it was familiar, you know, I mean, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like, oh, wow, this looks way different. I mean, it was, it was almost like I had been there already. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. So, yeah, I was yeah. just curious. Because, you know, yeah. sometimes you always see something on TV and you get there and you're either disappointed or like, wow, this is not what I expected. You know it's one I mean? of my favorite places to fly. Oh, for I, sure. It's probably because I started out there, I assume. Yeah. And I a lot of familiarity there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I liked it because it was so flat and open. And then, of course, on that one side of the field, um, you know, you do have that big hill that goes down in that valley. Mm-hmm. So... Of course, you know, I know you guys are going to talk about this, but all that lift, I wish I'd have had my Radian. Oh, I bet. I bet. Uh, I, I didn't have any lift. Although the server was fun, and Mike, thank you for letting me fly that, <laughs> yeah. too, by the way. <laughs> I didn't see any lift. <laughs> no, not at all. Which, well, I'm sure we'll talk about Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> but, yeah, it was windy that day. I yeah, know, super, super windy. And I was really hoping to fly into the evening, but we were so burnt oh, out. Because <laughs> the evening flying there is phenomenal. It yeah. absolutely oh, yeah. is. Yeah. You can see the sunset. Yeah. I mean, it's just unbelievable yeah. out there. Oh, totally. Which I know Andre remembers even flying as Pawnee. Last year we were out there until oh, yeah. dark. It yeah. was just a great moment. Was, so Yeah. Um, real quick before we get into the fly, I wanted to talk about my stupid Optera. 
I'm disappointed in that thing a little bit, and mm, I'll yeah. tell you why. Oh, yeah, because uh, you didn't take a whole lot of planes with you. you no. Know, you were relying yeah, on that, I know. Yeah, kind of. So we flew the Optera at uh, Fury Field on Saturday. It worked fantastic. We had no problems. Mm-hmm. Loved it. I couldn't wait. Actually, couldn't wait to fly it at Chad's. I, I brought it home. Sure. I tweaked the camera, got it all set up because we were having some uh, – it was way too dark. and went, Anyway, it was a mess. So anyway, I tweaked the camera uh, Monday morning. and was all ready to go. So excited. It was never crashed. We had no problems with it whatsoever. Got down the chads, got it all set up, put and oh, and I remembered how to put, put the, the wings, wings on. It only took me like <laughs> two minutes to put the wings back on. So that was a big plus. Plug the battery in and nothing. We had absolutely nothing on the receiver. We couldn't figure it out. We tried pulling the plugs in and out. We rebound it to the radio. It would initialize. It showed it had power. The motor would would you know show that it it went through the ESC, so the ESC was working. But the receiver light would not come on. It would not initialize the AS3X. And we tried and tried. We tried different batteries. We, I mean, we tried everything. Nothing, nothing. So I think it's a receiver problem. I got to call Horizon Hobby. And get on the phone with them. I'll probably end up having to pull the receiver out, send it to it. It's just a pain in the butt. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? This thing's oh, yeah. only got maybe six or seven flights on it, you know? And I was oh, That's I was so really kind of irritated yeah. with it. Anyway, so. It does bum me out. I, I can feel for that. That's right. horrible. Um, so, oh, okay. Finley, I want you to talk because I, I was tinkering around, I think, with the Altair at the time. But Pat, obviously, He's got a Radian. He's got probably one of the most beat up Radians I have ever seen in my entire no, life. I mean, this thing no, is a. Com- who? Who? Well, okay. yeah. Wait, had the yeah, time. but we're not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> we're not there one, yet. we're not there up yet. Up to that point, it was the most beat up Radian yeah. we'd ever seen. Well, <laughs> well, let me restrate my, or let me retract my comment. It is the most flyable beat up Radian I've ever seen. Let's there put it go. that way. But. Yeah. But Mike Finley, talk a little bit. Uh, Pat had another issue or problem and had a pretty good crash again with the Radiant. And it, it, was it the same thing that he experienced out at Fury Field where he, he just lost control or it locked out on him? Do you know? No. Um, so he's flying. <laughs> and, of course, everybody sees that, that he flies pretty hard. Yes. <laughs> yes. not the word. <laughs> well, you know, he's uh, – uh, he, well, he – he really flies the stuff. He don't he don't mess around with no, it. I mean, he flies it hard. And, yeah, and uh, he was flying. It was over by the uh, over by the tower at Chad's house. Oh, that's and right. And it looked like that. the the wing had actually separated, and one of them had completely come out of the fuse <laughs> and flipped over backwards. And this thing looked like a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, I remember now. I was like, <laughs> it's just spinning around, and, <laughs> and down it went. And he had to take the long walk. A shame, you know, um, but he picked it up, slid it back in, taped it, taped it up, foot, <laughs> foot's more. Thankfully, it didn't go into that cage or the fenced area of the cell tower. I wonder exactly where he found it, Adam. I was so thankful he was able to access it. It wasn't yeah. in a tree. And he said it was in the center of the racetrack. Or oh, the really? Track kidding. Over there. Oh, oh wow. my gosh. Yeah. It looked further yeah. than that from my perspective. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. 
So we we all thought that that he actually had folded a wing the way it yeah. looked yeah. and the way the wings were flexing on one of well, them. Well, the way he was out. flying it. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I don't know how maybe, the thing stays like together at all. Flipping. Oh, it's just it was mm. funny to watch, yeah. you know. But yeah. yeah, and that thing went down two three times of the weekend and. Mm. Do a little patchwork and put it back together, and off she would go. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Yeah, I, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. That sounds like a little envy from Andre. <laughs> there, <in that> <laughs> <statement>. <laughs> I hey. sensed that. Oh, oh, look! <laughs> oh, look! There's a piece. Wait, oh, let me get the camera gosh. on that. That's what's left of the front of the nose of Andre's radio, uh, and we'll we'll get into that story here in a minute. Yeah, but yeah, oh yeah. yeah, oh my gosh. Well, there's a whole believe. lot about that because you look at you look at patch radian. Mm-hmm. Um, previous to this poor thing that that Andre's got, hold of. <laughs> but to look at Pat's and it's just like you know all beat up and taped up and and it's got whistle. hot glue and everything else. Even the wings look and like then, they had holes through them. Like, did he hit trees or something? <laughs> dig this out of a tree that put yeah. punctured through the wings and stuff like that, or what? It well, looked like it was peppered. Like the wings looked like they peppered with holes or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just how he flies it, man. I don't know. Well, <laughs> that, actually, he's taken it slope soaring, and he, it's been in a tree or two. So. Yeah, that's almost ha- that almost looked like tree damage. From what I'm, I would yeah. only know from firsthand experience. On radiant that. on radiant damage. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, maybe some radiant damage as well. <laughs> but uh, and then you turn around and you look at you look at Andre's radiant. <laughs> previous to this and it looks like it's brand new out of the box <laughs> and, we, and we just barely tap it at fury field and he he's like having a conniption he's like oh right there's the ding and we're like i can't even see yeah. the ding i'm like what here's, are you talking about i said holy you, crap you hit me in open space open space Mike. we yeah. were so far out there's no way i could have did that huh there's there's a thousand people <laughs> flying Nobody hits anybody. No, and we There's got two mint condition radians, that and, and they're crashing radians. <laughs> <laughs> and we were so far. I mean, even perspective wise, there was no way to tell that. I can't believe we even hit. No, I really well, can't. first no. you first you hit him at Fury Field, right? Mm-hmm. You hit him, and it was so funny because really there was. I, I had to like really look for the mark. I was like, look, he hit me right here. Look, there's the mark. And the funny yeah. thing was, as we were as we were leaving, his ra- I couldn't even find the mark. On, yeah, Andre's radium was sitting out on the in front of the hangar, and me and Mike Finley go, look at that radium. It is pristine. Like it is, it's yeah. the best looking radium I've seen in a long time. We were joking around about how good it looks. Of course, it doesn't now, but and then you hit him again. Right? Didn't you hit? Did no. he hit you again, Andre, or no? So. No. At uh, Chad's? No. Okay. No. We never. No, hit. but everybody was on my six. You know. Yeah, yeah. Get away. <laughs> here's here's something funny. Uh, you were talking earlier, Mike Finley, about perspective. Now we'll we'll talk about it more. But I did have the Phantom up, and I was just following you guys around a little bit and watching what you do. It was very interesting to see when I was around you guys where the plane actually was. And then what you guys, where you thought it was, because a couple of times, I can't remember if it was Pat or Andre or Mike, but somebody was like way over, like past the tower. And they're like, no, I'm like right Right here on the house. Yeah. And I was like, no, you're not. And they're like, yeah, Yeah. I I think we were on different. That was too exaggerated. We had to be on the wrong person. We had to. There's no way our perspective was that far off. But I I think when you're up that high and you're out and about, your perspective is Oh, I'm sure it is. But that one was really exaggerated. And we're like, you cannot be on this the same person here at this point. 
All right, so we decide we're going to do uh, kind of like an all Radian slash Sky Surfer fly, and we all take off. This was the first time I take the well, XL. I was trying up. to encourage you to. Oh, okay, go ahead. You're, you're before. Well, yeah, this is ahead. before. Okay. And um, instantly, I mean, instantly, we were, we were catching thermals. Like it was crazy how how big mm. and strong they were. And I and you were the first one I think that got in one. And you took off. Yeah, like, I was like you flying were, at 400 feet the whole time. Yeah, 400 feet <laughs> <laughs> times three. <laughs> but I mean, literally, Mike, I've I've specked my radiant out numerous times, and I know roughly because I had an altimeter on it, roughly where I was at. I don't know how you. I mean, I, literally, it was just a dot. I couldn't tell you the wings, what direction, if you were upside down. Nothing, and you were up there for a long time like that. That's because I was trying to figure out how to (laughs) how to bring it down. Get down. (laughs) You know, it doesn't matter what direction if you just hit down, (laughs) throttle, down and throttle. You're down into the left. You're gonna go somewhere. That's right. Coordinate turns. Coordinate turns. I needed to coordinate turns on that thing. How do you get out of a thermal? You do the mic coordinated turn. (laughs) Take you right right out of it. Left and down. Left and down. (laughs) If you want to get into a thermal, it's right up. <laughs> but I mean, you literally yeah, were up I there had a blast. That for was a so long awesome. time. I could, I honestly could have flew. I bet hours. Oh yeah, I'm not kidding. Easily. I didn't even, oh, yeah. I didn't touch the throttle for the whole time. Yeah, there. the the first session, my neck was getting pretty sore. Even though we were in chairs, we literally were in chairs, all relaxed, everything was good. But man, I, I couldn't tell you how long we were flying. I, what do you think, Mike Finley? It was we about pl- an hour. About it was an hour. about an hour. Yeah, that's yeah. about the point where my neck, even you know you're sitting down. And um, even after we landed, you checked your battery, and you were still at what? Like 11.7? Or you were, yeah, 11.8, I couldn't I believe it. We all had, we had more time in the tank, all of us. And and what was fun is either you were up in the thermals or you were playing on the ridge. Yeah. So you could, mm-hmm. you know, you could come down and you could catch stuff off that ridge. Mm-hmm. And I spent a lot of time there because it was just, it was, it was just fun. Yeah. And for everybody out there too, I always get a lot of questions about whether you want the regular Radiant or the XL or whatever. And I was flying my XL and they're, they're both about equal as far as thermal flying. Now, again, I, I do like the XL a little bit because I can get a little higher, get, above you guys instead of looking like a dot you actually look like a plane yeah i can still kind of see but they yeah. they thermal i think just as good it's I amazing didn't... how that size disappears quickly in altitude oh. when you're looking at the other radians like, and you, you just it's hard to believe that they look comparable once they're in the air yeah once they're in the air you don't know you if don't it's know a, the scale no. you know the scale of no. things at you all you can't tell the difference nope not one bit but i and I'm lucky. I got an uh, altimeter and a vario on on the. I wish I had that stuff. Hmm. So we were hunting around, and I picked one up, and that thing took. I mean, literally took off. Mike Finley was behind me, and this thing was like a, a literally an elevator, just up, 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 yep. until it got to the point where I was nervous. Like, okay, I got to get out of this thing. Spoilers out. You know, of course, throttle was off. I'm trying to spiral this thing down. Mike Finley, it, he was there. My Vario still was going beep, 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 beep. It was Yo, still man. going up. It was screaming I, at him. I couldn't get it out. I mean, it was getting to the point where I, I couldn't tell where I was. I was just that dot, you know. So finally, I just nosed it over. I physically had to point the nose to the ground. And even yep. then, I was like, it finally, you know, once the Vario gets so far, it just kind of stops beating, beeping. 
and I didn't realize that I was in that much of a dive, and I, and I noticed it was picking up speed, but I didn't realize it was that much. And Finley's going, "Hey, man, you're in a dive. Hey, that thing's picking up some speed. I think you want, you know." And Leveled I pulled off. out of it. I was like, "Ooh, man, I was cranking there." Pretty Which, good. I did the same thing. I was doing some dives to get because because I, I was getting way above what I could see, and yeah. I'm thinking, "Oh my gosh, you know, my wings aren't. I got to be more careful than even you because they slide out yeah. or whatever." And yeah, like, yeah. Man, I'm doing some pretty steep dives getting out of these thermals. I, I, I was started getting concerned that my wings are going to pop out or something. So on my next flight, I'm like, I'm taping. I'm putting tape on these yeah, things. Yeah, did. I, I got too worried. I'm like, man, I had to do some serious diving. Yeah, and I know my speeds were up. Yeah, it was crazy. But that was probably that was probably one of the best thermal days I've had in a long time. To where, I oh, mean, my second flight was oh, unbelievable. Oh, and we'll talk about that here in a minute. Uh, so. We got done with the Radiant, took a little break, let our nerves calm. Yep. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, our nerves are worse when we're flying the Radiant. Yeah, I mean, when the, when the thermals are that big and then things are going up like an elevator, it's, uh, uh, oh, man, it was crazy. It was pretty amazing. So we break out the Tundras and the Timber. Oh, yeah, I forgot about this. Yeah, and we just started bombing those things around, doing touch and goes, doing landings, you know, and again, it, we're, we were gusting up to, I think, 17, 18 miles an hour. and. Again, it was gusting. So one point it was five, one point it was 17, one point yeah. it was five. So yeah. oh. we'd just come around over the power lines, dump the flaps, <laughs> and you didn't know if it was just going to come in and Sink land or, or go what? backwards. Yeah. You had no idea. So it was, it was challenging. You it know. was very challenging flying. And Mike Coolens, with that timber, man, you were. That you were, one landing went. Oh. It looked per- I mean, I don't even think the camera caught what I was seeing. I mean, the fact that it just went down, like yeah. just a nice level vertical drop it almost looked to me right that that was the yeah. best one i've ever done i know that yeah. as far as that and it, it yeah was, it wasn't backwards timber, but it was straight yeah the timber to timber really it's everything we were discussing all the, the high wings and and the way the timber could deal with the wind and slow right down to a mm. crawl yeah really reminded me of the fun cup mm-hmm. i i totally agree um yeah what kind of interested me was the timber's a pretty big larger plane in the tundra mm-hmm. and of course you got it set up for the slow flight with the uh, slats and everything on it i wasn't sure if it was going to handle the wind as well as the tundra because the tundra is just a little bit more nimble it's smaller mm-hmm. a little lighter it is lighter um and i just thought the tundra was going to eat it like up. a feather and take off well, or like not be responsive in the wind yeah but i, I was pleasantly that. surprised that the timber handled the wind the it way seemed it like did. sometimes i was going backwards it's a you were way. going backwards. <laughs> I mean, yeah. not when I was landing necessarily, no. but when I was in the air. It oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing slows down to <laughs> like whoa, this right. is crazy. <laughs> yeah, but you know, bouncing back and forth between your timber and the tundra, it I handled it fantastic. There was no no issues whatsoever, and actually even slowed down more than the tundra would. You know, with everything, I couldn't yeah. believe how slow that thing was yeah. was going. Yeah, but, with full flaps and them. Them, what do they call them in the slats? The slats, yeah. yeah. It's got to help, right. help with that. Mike Finley, you didn't fly the, the timber at all, did you? No, I did not. Uh, I did not. So what What were you, I mean, just out of curiosity, you were kind of on the sidelines looking. I mean, we've got lots of experience between the two. What did, did you notice any, what did you notice the difference between the tundra and the timber? Well, I, I think the biggest thing is, is I, I think that, that, timber definitely flies a little slower mm-hmm. um other than that i'm i'm telling you i i watched that tundra and of course you know on on fury field saturday 
man, you were <laughs> flying inverted, and that thing was rock solid. Except um, for the one time. <laughs> well, that was only because something got in the way. Yeah, from and, the side. And, yeah. Yes, I have to do some video editing here soon for yeah. that because everybody needs to see exactly what happened there. But, yes. Uh, <laughs> Not know, I don't really. Spoil it, but at the same time, I do in a way because um, Mike Coolen was not paying attention, and well, I was going to the camera like everyone told us to do. <laughs> we had yeah, one but you took a point. shortcut. Yeah, I definitely did. I definitely cut out of the loop to hit aim, aim for that camera. That's uh, for sure. And of course, Chris was flying inverted as Mike was taking the shortcut to the camera, and. There was a slight midair collision, uh, and uh, what was what was interesting about that, or awesome about that, was the fact that Chris actually saved his, and he he was inverted <laughs> I can't when you guys it. hit. And yeah. yeah, I can't believe it either. Because and mine kind of just floated down inverted. on the landing gear was surprising. Yeah, it just rolled over and landed. <laughs> so not much damage there yeah. either. Really, could have been much yeah. worse. Could have been a lot. Worse. It could have been way worse because. <laughs> Because we taped, you know, you you taped it and glued it, and yeah. you're right back in the air, yeah. no problem. Right, right. And it flew so. great out at Chad's the next day. Yeah, so. yeah, man. it flew incredible. Two days I mean, what a good time though with those planes when it high wings and then big wheels, and you got that wind. Yep. It's just so much fun. I mean, what a good time yeah. they are. Always rely on the big. And now mine has wings. character, you know. Yeah. I don't have the decals on the tail no more, and I got a little, uh, yeah, some, some tape on the ail- or fl- aileron. Yeah, but now you're just gonna you're gonna fly it harder now, Mike. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you don't have to worry about it being yeah. pristine. It's not good. Exactly, I'm enjoying it way more. Good. I'm not even lying. It's great. <laughs> no worries. Pristine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bad part about that is the discontinued aspect. That's where I really feel for you. Like I can get parts if worst case scenario, yeah. even with my mini try and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So then I'm trying to think. We yeah, we cranked around some quads a little bit, and that's where we were, you know, shuffling around the, sh- the shenanigans and the. T- oh, f- another quick story was kind of funny. Um, and I don't re- remember where in this happened, but I decided to pull out the torrent and I would have bet a hundred dollars that I charged up all the torrent three cell four fifty batteries. Right. And again, it was windy. So oh, that's right. Cause you, I'm, I'm sitting beside Andre. I'm like, all right, Andre, I'm going to go out and chase you around a little bit with the torrent. He's like, yeah, okay. Fire this thing up, take out over across the, the yard over by the trees. <laughs> and I'm like, Holy cow, is it windy? I'm like, I can't go anywhere. I'm full throttle. I'm like, really? This thing's not going to take this wind. At that point, I'm like getting a little irritated. This thing sucks. Yeah. I was was disappointed. And I turned around over by the trees. I'm like, I better bring it in. And I'm full throttle. And it's just into the wind. That's what you're telling us. I'm like, I'm like, oh, come on. Really? This thing's not... And the battery, it just it just shut off, just quit, landed. So I go out, bring it back, and I check the battery. And here, all my batteries were, we're discharged. Shot. I put in a you know a discharged <laughs> battery. battery, made it out to the trees, and it was in like you know blow up mode at that point. That poor little lipo was screaming, had no power. <laughs> And I'm just oh, irritated. Yeah. yeah, I'm like when you got one, a grand, uh, charge battery in there. I was, oh yeah, day, well, okay. Then. Yeah, charge awesome. the battery. Did a couple. You could punch or, through anything. Oh, then. had no problem. Like, oh, what an idiot I am. I was just a complete idiot. Yeah, I had no problems with because I'm like Andre's flying the GT on a, on a two cell. And I got the torrent on oh, a yeah. three, and he's doing circles around me, and I can't even get through the trees. What's going on here? 
So and yeah, it was the GT uh, was funny because that wind was high, so like to, to come back through the trees, you had to punch it. So I'm like flying, just looking at the ground because there's no ang- there's no camera tilt, and I'm like, okay, whatever. But it's you know, and and you're flying with the guards, which looks like you're flying with a, mm-hmm. a basically. I said, what was it? I, I look like I'm flying. I'm I'm am on a toboggan. I'm on a sled because I got the little skirts in front of me. Yeah, from yeah. the camera but, view, you know, it was really interesting. Oh, it's hilarious. But yeah. but yeah, my camera view, it's like I'm looking at the ground. But I mean, we we shush those those parts those. Oh wait a minute! Someone someone modified a pine tree, as I recall too. <laughs> oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I still got, got some uh, work to do with that. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I still got error beeps that I got to figure out. <laughs> so, <laughs> you were cranking around the mini try. So, so tell your story because I I was again I think I was fiddling around with the Optera, and next thing I know, Mike Finley comes walking over with this tree. And I was like, what the heck? He goes, yeah, Mike just cut it down with the mini truck. Well, I'm like, so what? Funny. You look at the pine trees <laughs> along the driveway there, and they're all pointed. And he's like, Mike, the one that has the no no point at the top. Yeah, it's the one that the whole the top's gone. Hit. Yeah, oh that's my, what. Yeah. So what <laughs> and you can noticeably see it. I mean, it, it doesn't look pretty out no. there now. <laughs> I took the top of that pine tree off. I'm like, oh, gosh. Oh. I just messed up their landscape <laughs> out here. So I'm like buzzing. I punched through a couple times, and then I thought I could lift above it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, not quick enough uh-huh. at that speed. Yep. That because I'm I'm moving faster than my abilities with this thing. I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs> and so I pull up, and next thing I know, and I'm like, I went down, and I'm like, ooh. And he's like, you- it's about a foot foot and a half of that tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. And it cut it clean. It was like quarter inch. Oh around. yeah. That one prop was completely destroyed. Yeah. But broke it and cut it like a buzzsaw though. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't even think the copter hit that hard, but when we got out there, the the top of the tree was another like 15 feet past the copter, so it really went flying. Oh, yeah. It had to be funny to see in person. You know, I'm under the goggles. Yeah, right. But he said, "Yeah, that thing just went." <laughs> went right I out. was you could dying. See that top it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so I bring it back, and I I thought, well, I'm going to try that mini try again. See. Yeah. Well, I got all these error beeps and like something. So we started inspecting it, and then the servo leads were cut from the zip tie when yeah. it slid forward. A lot of times, that back servo yeah. just slides forward yep. into the copter. Mm-hmm. And so I, I did make repairs and resolder all three of those, uh-huh. but I still had those alarm oh, beeps. Still so I don't. I'm gonna have to reboot it or reflash yeah. the firmware or something. Something. I'm, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna talk try to get, David. I'm gonna try to touch base with Dave and see if I can get it because I'll, I'll get it going no matter what. I love the frame. There's no doubt. Yeah, what whatever you, I need to do, I'm gonna do. Right. You ought to. You ought to oh, just uh, Skype with David. Get David on Skype with him. That way he can see what's doing, hear the beeps, and have yeah. an idea what yeah. what's going on. So. Yeah. That thing flies so oh, well, too. I love oh, it. I will not have that out of commission for right. long. And unfortunately, like at least this one, I can still get support for. I'm like, I'm like a poor Andre with his model, but yeah, uh, yeah, I, I hit that tree full blast. So there's no doubt about it. Took the top right off. Yeah. So. Did did we take a picture of you with the top of the tree? Uh, they... Finley grabbed one. Yes. Yeah, I saw it out there. Yes. Is it is it in the uh, our Facebook? Or it's there? in the folder. All yeah. right, we'll have it's to there. look. I'll have to look and. And uh, we'll post that out because that was uh, yes. that was really cool. Oh, like I don't think I've seen fantastic. anything like that. Um, oh, we were talking about perspective a little bit too. I, I think we forgot to mention when we were at your dad's and Andre and I were flying the Phantoms. It was so windy. Like again on camera, <laughs> and even on, when you're on the ground, you don't notice it. But when we were flying around each other, 
those phantoms were like clear up on in like not not quite 45 but they were like just fighting that fighting it you know hanging there we had no problems but we were i'm like andre you're completely sideways like yeah you are too look at that that's amazing that they can keep the stability on the camera with all those yes you know all that bubbly gusts and stuff right right so uh what else okay so we trying to think here we decided there at the end, I, I think it was your idea. Well, I wanted you to fly with us. Yeah. I'm like, Let, let's just not shoot. Let's just fly and enjoy the moment. And, and you're like, no, I want to get my Phantom yeah. a picture of all these radians. Yeah. So I'm like, I right. and, then I, and then I threw this suggestion. I'm like, okay, get your footage and then yep. land it and then get your XL up. Yep. And I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah. Right. So you go up with the Phantom and we all do a launch and you have everybody has us yep. in frame, I think. And, um, or you did. You yeah. had all four of us. And we launched all at the same time. And we're up there for a while. And and I knew you were trying to get... Then I knew you was trying to get footage of all of us. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, well, two of the planes are over here. I forget where the third... I think the Sky Surfer was up too. Yeah. I'm like, we got to... Yeah. I went way high right off the launch because mm-hmm. I didn't want to hit anyone. So I yeah. went straight up. I'm like, I'm, and then I was way above everyone. I'm like, okay, for the camera shot, I got to make some pass to get down here. Yeah. And get more information. A little tighter anyhow yeah. with... Because with, the, with the other group, the running joke there for a while, especially by Monday rolls around, we're like, oh, Mike's in the air, everybody oh, land. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we were just kind of joking. <laughs> and then you'd land like, okay, guys, air is clear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want anything else to happen on my account after that timber collision, and then the radiant <laughs> radiant collision up up there too. I'm like, okay, uh, I got to cool it off. Yeah. So anyways, I was truly coming in to get into the camera for yeah. because all I was trying to do, get a little tighter formation. Well, when I did this, somehow Andre maybe mistaken my plane, I'm assuming, because I was the one coming into the, the circle or whatever. And next thing I know, I hear him and he, he must have realized. And I, I don't know if I just I did catch a speck of it going down. Uh-huh. And I think because you were saying from the Phantom perspective, you're like, someone's really diving. Uh, yeah, I thought- <laughs> like really like it didn't look like a controlled dive either from your perspective for you to say that. Um, now, here, here was my perspective a little bit. I was trying to get s- some of you in the shot and then I was just going to go chase one around. Um, now. Pat's radian is, I mean, it's beat up, but it does fly. But he did tell us that he has very limited down elevator. So if he really gets cranking around, needs to come down, sometimes he just rolls it up inverted or puts it, uh, in, you know, because, yeah, because he doesn't really have down elevator. So I I seen a, a radian kind of erratic. And right off the bat, I thought, oh, that's just Pat. He's just kind of goofing around, rolling around. I thought for sure. It was Pat. Just yeah, hang on, to, Andre. Yeah. I'll put you put you up there. So I thought for sure it was just Pat. And then I seen one just diving. And I think I might even mention, like, man, somebody's really diving. And earlier, I, I heard Andre go, oh, I think I'm in trouble. Something's wrong or I don't have control or something. But, again, we were all flying. And I don't think anybody really realized that Andre crashed. I didn't. I, I, I was like, where'd Andre no. go? I'm looking for him in the air and stuff. I'm yeah. Like, after a while. I thought I, I knew he came down, but I thought he had relaunched. And he's like down out of commission. And, and there was there it. was no, oh, I crashed. There was he was nothing. so quiet about it. Yeah, yeah, like when he came back with it, he must have been so sad and, and quiet because oh, I at, didn't hear him. Look at word. how the tail's so bent oh, up. Look my at that. Gosh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! I didn't yep. know that either. Whew, that's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, I think uh, Andre was crying. 
I yeah, think he I was too. Because yeah. it was like nothing. Like you, if I, you would have heard me, I'd have been swearing or something. Yeah. I mean, you guys would all knew that. <laughs> yeah. I, I compromised a craft yeah, at that point. So, so there was um, uh, we looked at the video. Chris has video of us going, and mm-hmm. what it is, I think two or three of us try and get into a line, and obviously, um, one, I, 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 I probably shouldn't have flown. I was like. A, pretty tired pretty worn out and you know the last one was bumpy and everything and i was kind of like yeah i'm pushing myself mm-hmm. so whatever we'll launch and i think i just tracked someone else's aircraft and you know mine kind of took off and it should have if everything was working correctly it should have just kept going you know yeah i've been like hmm, i should have turned around and been able to pick it up but in the video it's in a dive now Straight down. the elevator servo is done whether that happened in the crash or not, I don't know. But the fact that it went into a dive is strange. Yeah, it is very strange because I've lost mm-hmm. obviously so, even at Flight Fest, I yeah. lost mine for uh, it seemed like forever, so. and it was just circling. <laughs> I we did I mean, no one was controlling it, and then when when um, yeah, I can't remember uh, what Jennings, Paul Jennings, oh, yeah, yeah. he's like, there you are. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, it had to be gliding forever. Yeah, it literally yeah, should have. That radiant should have just went on its own until somebody goes, "Hey, who's way over there?" Yeah, exactly. or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so for me, there was a couple of mistakes. One, I probably shouldn't have flown. Duh. Two, <laughs> I should have went back with the group because we we'd all taken off in the middle, and I was kind of focusing on what I was doing. And next thing you know, I'm standing there by myself like an idiot in the middle of the field. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> off to one side, so there was none of that buddy system. Uh-huh. And um, so we got into that formation together, and uh, you know, it was, so it's Pat, myself, and Mike. And I start tracking the wrong plane, and I get that that you know you're oh, like no wait a minute, what's going on here, right? And that's at the point where you said, hey, I I got a problem. I heard you say something like something's wrong or I got a problem or or something. And then after that, it was dead silent. Yeah, like nothing. (laughs) Like nothing. Quarter quarter of my peripheral to my right by behind the trees kind of thing, uh, I just hear this. Oh, my gosh. So the motor wasn't running or nothing, and it just went in and plunk. And you can, like when I held it up, there's a bow in Oh, yeah. tail and everything so i'm like i could glue it what you know and even if i could repair it it's the separation between the top and the, where the wing sits there i can't trust that anymore then mm-hmm. it's just not gonna go poof on yeah. me right yeah so the wing is fine the mm-hmm. wing took a little bit of a scoff and everything so i'm probably gonna dump uh and, and this is the decision making process now that has to be made do i i don't think i can get my hands on a new uh, a new kit um, because they just the regular radian just doesn't seem to be in stock. I can get a <laughs> for about twenty bucks more. I can get a plug and fly XL. Wow. Or and but that's still two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. Canadian. Or I can spend about eighty ninety dollars and get a new fuse prop uh, cal and and a few other pieces because even the uh, the canopy took a hit and everything. So I think the motor's okay. The, the prop didn't even break, which is crazy. That but I is mean, it crazy. Had, I don't think the shaft is bent, but it's kind of hard to tell right now. Yeah. So when when you got to the plane, was it stuck in the ground or was it just kind of no, no 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 no? It, it was pancaked. Oh wow. It, so. Obviously, it came in, but like I said, I could hear the elevator servo howling. And on Saturday, it had done a funky chicken at me at, at Fury Field. Yeah, yeah, it did. So, but I, you know, you do the control surfaces, so it's kind of just I, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, Fighting those, so that's the first crash I think I've done. In the- servo, it might have stripped it with some of the winds we were fighting up there. 
Uh, I mean, it, maybe anything's possible. Was, it might have just quit too. That servo might have just yeah. uh, quit. Yeah. Who knows? Hmm. But so here, obviously, here, I'm into a build a rebirth or a purchase of a new bird. Obviously, I know. I said a couple times, I'm like, "Where's Andre?" And I'm not seeing him in the sky. <laughs> I was like, "What happened?" Now the, the only I walked uh, back, I grabbed everything yeah, and put, say it, a put word. everything in the car, and uh, then I just I sat down and I relaxed and just said, "I'm going to fly the Maltese." But that that that'll take you out of the the fun oh, real yeah. quick. Yeah, it definitely uh, did. It was very, and I felt for you horribly. I did. Uh, it's, oh it's, yeah. Geez, uh, Look. We we crash toys, you know, and yeah, uh, right. but it was just like not the radio. Yeah, <laughs> right. And I f- I really felt bad is because you know being the man you were, and yeah, you crashed. You threw it right up on Instagram, no problem. Like, oh man, look at this! I crashed the radio. You got flamed, buddy. <laughs> like, you're an idiot. What are you doing? How do you crash a radio? Blah. I mean, they were just all over yeah, you. They were hammering him. <laughs> and I was like, okay, enough of this. I'm like, first of all, he wasn't flying the plane at that point. I mean, that's, that was, I go, this is what problem. happens when you put four, four or five, yeah. whatever radians in the air at the same time. And you're together and you blink, yep. you blink and look yep. and go, okay. Oh, and that's why there's all the nerves and sweat. Yes. I mean, it is more challenging. I don't think people understand when you get four or five or more up in the air, just how hard it is oh, to yeah. concentrate oh, on your hard, airplane. Yes. Correct. I learned that lesson at, at Flight Fest, and I'm like, at, at oh, Fest, my yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, that's a nightmare for me. <laughs> you better have your A game oh, on. Oh, man, that's tough. Yeah, but I'm, I, I'm, still, I'm still really tempted to crack out the, 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 um, the Gorilla Glue and mm-hmm. see, like, the biggest part that I – I mean, I can throw a spar, a new spar down that tail and straighten that tail out. Um, but for me, the biggest part is trying to resecure some of the spots where it popped wing, and just yeah, ensuring that that stuff is structurally sound to take some of the loads that we know we put the, uh, the yeah. radians through. Undyed well, stuff. Um, hmm. I think if you use like 30 minute epoxy, yeah, I think that will hold. Cause I mean, I've got a T28 that I took the nose completely off of Yeah, and yeah. I use 30 minute epoxy on it and I guarantee you it will not break. Where that epoxy is. Well, that's, that's why I was thinking about the gorilla glue because it should just get in oh, there and yeah. join it, right? That and would see, probably see, work. You know, especially right. the white stuff. And, and then the gorilla glue the didn't hold my frame together on my quad. That's for sure. I well, build my, <laughs> my two fifty quad. <laughs> that's <laughs> carbon fiber. <laughs> 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 I got some. I gotta rebuild that whole thing. I'm not looking forward to that. I was putting it off. Uh, I thought, please let the glue hold because I don't want to rebuild this thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm painting the darn fuse like bright orange or something. I don't just think it's so gonna matter. If everything's no, black because, up there, yeah. Unless think, it, gl- uh, yeah. I don't know. I think streamers is our only option. I re- I, I'm not kidding. Yeah. Even like a little, just yeah. a foot. You don't need nothing for drag, but something. Yeah. I'm doing that for flight. If I do that in flight fest, I'm gonna have a stream somewhere on that <laughs> it, thing. It's I don't funny what, because that is exactly what had to have happened because we got into a row and then I just I didn't pick it up and and it was just a depth perception and and the fact that I was not standing beside everybody having that conversation because that's what we do when we're flying. Mm-hmm. We're saying, oh, yep. start talking. That's me it, over yeah. here. That's who's over there. Exactly. Oh, that's me. Because I we started do doing it. my left and right turns, and I'm like, this is not responding, right? And then, you know, and it's, the plane it's hit fu- the deck, and it gave me a low, RS- a low RSSI. <laughs> yeah, after you hit no. the deck. I just hope if I put a streamer on, they don't think it's combat session. I'll have to make it really small. <laughs> you know, visually, I can see it, but no one's going to attack it type of thing. Oh, my gosh. Who's got a streamer? 
<laughs> They'll all be zeroing in on the streamer guy. Yeah. <laughs> and it was funny. It, <laughs> In the video, you could literally see like when he he started looking at somebody else's radium because his just kind of starts going off on its own. You see it doing its own. You had the whole turn. video of it. I mean, you're watching this all unfold right from your your camera. But I didn't then, realize it until afterwards, yeah. though. Like I didn't even really. I like again when I seen the plane dive, I thought it was just Pat. <laughs> I really did. I think I even said on video, like, "What's Pat doing? Yeah. He's in a big dive." <laughs> And at that point, Art, Andre didn't yell out, hey, I crashed, or we yeah. didn't even know till we actually landed. And yeah. he's over there with, I thought, you know, deep depression, like, what happened, buddy? Yeah. What's going on? I see this radiant just all crumpled. I'm like, oh, no. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it yep. was interesting. Part of the fun. So like I said, I, I will make a decision in the next couple of days. I know uh, my Canadian supplier, Great Hobbies, has a fuselage in stock in the in the warehouse, mm -hmm. uh, and I can order up all the parts. And then I have to decide what I'm doing with the servos. Uh, I don't think those are nine grams. I think those are smaller servos. So I saw looks. one on let. Well, I didn't want to say, but I I saw one that I think um they they had it brand new in the box, hundred dollars. Really. But oh, I yeah. don't know if it's still available. Yeah. Oh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look after the podcast, okay. show you that site, and see if maybe we can help you out too. I don't know. We'll see. Well, yeah. it, it's you know, regardless if we order one, and that's the other thing is if I can't find one here, I'll order one and have it sent to you guys, and I'll grab it in July mm -hmm. when I show yeah. up, kind of thing, right? Because I assume you're still to trying to get a, the original, not the one you can get at Horizon. You want the Park Zone one, I see. Yeah, the original. You know what? I I don't think it's going to make much of a difference. And like I said, I'm I'd even be tempted to look at an Excel, but the next cell in my car would just be a nightmare i think so yeah. it's just a shame year. that the, the one has the screw to yeah hold i wish they would if they never, didn't do that I, I wonder if you could put like a thumb screw somewhere you don't need a tool and you know just modify that oh, screw I'm sure. somehow i'm sure uh, that's the only you know, bummer I, I see out of it really i mean I agree. the screw i agree and I, honestly with my dives a screw probably wouldn't have been a bad option. I'm using tape at this point. So I'm thinking, well, maybe a screw is a good idea to keep them wings together. Oh, so. man. Well, I mean, the other end of it then, Chris, is too, is when we, when we get further perspective. If I do pick up a brand new one, then we, we still get to have a further perspective from, you know, and, and, you know, maybe the other option is just to try and restore this one too and then have a newer one. Mm -hmm. um, so. I will evaluate it over the next couple of days. I do have a few weeks ahead, of, you know, a few weeks lead time. Uh, as long as I just make a decision in time, so I can have a bird ready to fly at flight fest, because yep. otherwise mm -hmm. I'm a kumba. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, if you look at Pat's, yours is fixable. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> he said that actually a couple times. I know we uh -huh. were talking about it. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I can fix that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, it's, it's, it's funny because I, you know, it's, it's just, but take it to, uh, you know, run a, a glue with nylon wing nuts. Yeah. The, yeah. That's what one of Martin was saying. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's a bunch of options. It's just that, that obviously they had, they probably put a plastic plate in the top of that on the redesign. They probably put a plastic plate on the bottom yes. of the top just to screw the, uh, sure. the, uh, the new yeah, things in. in. So, right. Yeah, maybe on the inside as well. You don't know. No. Yeah. I'll do uh, some research later I on. Seen him, so. the, the bad thing yeah. is our, our other buddy, Pat, here that we fly with has one, and I was there, and and I, I honestly can't – I mean, obviously, I remember putting the wings in. He was screwing them in, but I, I didn't look at, you know, what was exactly – all I did notice was like, man, what are they doing? Why don't they just go back to the original? It was so easy and convenient, and you didn't have to worry about yep. the screws. But whatever. 
So I did wreck my mini arrow out there too, and I know. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. How, yeah, how did, did you do that? Because again, I missed well, that. Well, you too. know, I haven't flown inverted, and usually when I fly inverted, I do some simulator work for a while uh -huh. just to have that slight pressure on elevator, you know, up elevator. Mm -hmm. So I go in inverted out of a, a, a loop. Which you oh. don't, you don't, usually you, you always roar in and out of inverted, and yeah. I'm looping into it, and then I just lost perspective, and I just nosed it right into the ground. I was too low. I wasn't any mistakes high, obviously. Uh -huh. So you're at the bottom hit, of your loop. Uh, when you exactly. Went <laughs> when I exactly at the top of your loop, so like, not the bottom. Of your I loop. just, I mean, I nosed it, and it just sheared it right in half. And, uh. and I know, Louis, uh, uh, is it Luis? Luis yeah, yeah, he he's like, oh, you're trying to, you know, compete with me in uh, one of those Facebook pages posts. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh my gosh. But yeah, so, he, I don't even, you know, I don't even know if I'm going to know for me. I don't even know. Oh, if I'm Luis gonna... did. Yeah, so he's like, where's Andres Forrest here? I'm like, ah, oh, uh, one is a radio. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to repair it or just build another one. I don't know. I really like the paint scheme I did on mm -hmm. it, which is easy enough to That's, do. Yeah, that was easily. a good looking airplane. I don't have all the decals, though, to redo it. Uh, just glue it back. It's per. It's you think it, uh, oh, yeah. I don't know. Yes, just glue it back together. <laughs> yes. Hot glue. Hot glue. Yes. Like, It'll be fine. Yeah, I, yeah, Pat I don't will show know. you how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are killing me <laughs> yeah no problem i would just glue it you'll be fine no problem uh, i don't yeah. know i well i well like andre said maybe put some like popsicle sticks mm -hmm. under there stuff to reinforce it a little bit mm -hmm. yeah on that gluing process right yeah i don't know it's fine you'll be fine <laughs> everything's good right everything's good everything's good uh, oh one thing i had this sitting here not to get off track but i wanted to talk about it a little bit um i have the original head plays i talked about and then we have i have the new se's which now has a different cable doesn't have the barrel plug cable Ooh, the new one's right. got the um do to do to do the uh xt60 plug on it so i wanted to put mike finley under the goggles a little bit because he was curious to see what it looked like on the phantom and everything and we had it all set up and ready to go and he's like I don't have we got video, then we didn't have video. Then we got video, and then we didn't. I couldn't figure out what was going on. We kept this, unplugging, yeah. plugging. Well, finally, we get going. He has video, and I just hear this. I look down, and I see like a little puff of smoke. I was like, oh, my gosh, oh. unplug it, unplug <laughs> it. So on the original head plays, the you have the barrel release. plug here. Yeah. You know, from this wire, keep bending and bending and bending. The wires must have come loose mike you said right, right up below the strain relief it's very common i know a lot of cell phone charges yeah if, if there's a wear yep. point it's right after that strain relief right and the wires must have touched and it just cooked it yeah. i mean literally yeah, cooked it, it. i still really don't know i need to switch plugs on them from my s my scs on the head plays and see if make sure it didn't fry anything else but sure. i'll just order a new plug like this with the xt60 on there and i think i'll be good to go that was a smart move on them to get rid of this barrel plug i know they've had some problems with this barrel plug and i think frank debose has been through two or three of these is already this the one that was fried yeah that's the one that's the fried there yeah yeah so that was rather interesting yeah. wow and uh, and by the way i have to say thank you for letting me fly those head plays because <laughs> guess what i had <laughs> pop, yeah. him, pop him on the large yeah i'll put here. him up here oh look at this yeah oh yeah awesome Yep, good old get FPV. Because you said you could wear your days. you you could wear your glasses with that platform there. Actually, uh, I don't have gonna... to. I took the uh, I took the 
I don't know what they call the lenses. Yeah. But the I left the I left the big Fresnel lens in there mm-hmm. and took them half apart. You know. Yep. Put the uh, put the other inserts in there. I yep. don't have to wear my glasses or nothing, and they look fantastic. Oh, that's yeah. awesome! Really? Oh, it's great. Oh. Yeah, man. So and you've you've got you a little yeah you it. got a little time on them and everything since you got them. I put four batteries through Friday night mm-hmm. through my Gremlin, yep. and I was ripping my backyard up. <laughs> oh, awesome. that's awesome, <laughs> dude! Uh, I am so happy I got these. Good, yeah. good, good, yeah. good. So. So thank you for letting me fly those because I, you know, I've got my old, oh, I don't even know where they're at right now, but I've got my old. Uh, um, are they the teleporters? Teleporter oh, V2s that are like 240 by 240. Oh. Um, and I can't even see branches or anything. And yeah. I put these things on and I could see everything. everything. Yeah. And then, of course, I, I looked through uh, Andre's. Uh, what, what are those? Attitude. That you have? The, the Attitude V3s, right? Mm-hmm. Think so. Yeah. Yeah. V2s, but yeah. which which are much better than my old teleporters. But when I look through those, I still couldn't see very well. Um and and when I put on, you know, again, Chris's, you know, head plays, it was like a whole new world opened up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I flew, you know, the the vortex, the torrent, you know, through those things and and I was like, oh my God. So got home. <laughs> uh, ordered them late Tuesday night, actually Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. And, uh, they got here Friday and oh, I immediately, nice. yeah, I immediately, you know, charged some batteries for my, uh, gremlin and went out and threw them on. And it, it was a completely different flying experience. I mean, I didn't have any problems, no dropouts. And mm-hmm. of course you can see like fantastic. Yeah. And I guarantee I'll, you know, they'll have to get better before I ever think about getting anything else now. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how they can, because these things are, you know, phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, I'm so, so, so happy that, uh, that worked out. Yeah. That, Cause you know, I tell people about them all the time and most people are like, yeah, okay, whatever. But you, you know, you actually got to experience it, enjoyed it. And now you have yep. a set and love them. Oh, oh dude. I, you know, the next, the next, uh, purchase may be that little green vortex one fifty. Ah, you got yeah. I like them Chad Nowak settings. Yeah. Other than the roll rate. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I want to slow that down a little bit. Do yeah. one roll instead you get two. So. <laughs> right, right, right. Whew. That oh, was that... hair raising, but Oh, that's good. I'm so happy to hear that. You got it. Yeah, man. man I love those. So, and that that's so fantastic. Thank, thank that you. you changed the the well, probably the did you just change the Fresnel lens in there then? Swapped it out? No, I left the Fresnel lens in it. Okay. And then put the other ones right. I mean, put it they, together. I don't, I don't. Yeah. You got to take the thing apart. Yes. And then you got to stick this. And I don't know if you can see it or not. Yeah. Probably not very no. well. Um, yeah, I'm trying to get the light in there, but I know what you're talking working. about though. Yeah. But yeah. They've, they've got a, they've got a, another piece that comes for free. Yes. Um, oh, hang on a minute. Let's see if it says what it is. I know exactly what you're talking about. I was trying to. Well, here you may be able yes. to see it on the box. Yep. This right here. Yep. Well, I just stuck that in there with the Fresnel lens because mm. it fits. Yes. Right in front of the. Well, towards your eyes. Right. Uh, in front of the Fresnel lens, mm-hmm. and Perfect. it was like I had my glasses on. Oh, that's and I was fantastic. like, oh my god, that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And I even uh, I even took Sharon for a ride, and Sharon was like, 
well, those things are pretty neat. (laughs) (laughs) So it's funny. We we were, we were discussing some of the goggle tech and everything regarding, um, the, the Mavic and Mm -hmm. I'm willing to bet I'm probably, you know, like as this technology comes along, as these goggles get more proper, that you may be able to buy a receiver down the road that'll let you hook in to your Mavic and stuff like that. Yeah, because uh, you know, like not everybody's going to want to buy, you know, the DJI DJI uh, goggles. So I'm willing to bet down the road you'll be able to pick up an external receiver, Mm -hmm, and that way your goggles can pop between all your platforms. So yeah, right. Well, and logical thing. And I did look and thought about the DJI goggles, but again, I couldn't Double. see because of my glasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as well. And I and thought, you can't fly your gremlin with them. A, <laughs> a, well, exactly. That was my other thing is like, yeah, okay, you want something you I, can use universally yeah. with everything you fly. Yes. You know? Yeah. So the only thing I really don't have goggles for is my Mavic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, do I want things for all my different quads I got on the wall mm-hmm. or do I want for Mavic? And I'm like, let's see, $250 less for the head place. Yeah. I yeah. know where I'm going. Right. Yeah. So, and yeah. I did it and you know, maybe, I'm not maybe version back. two of the DG, uh, DJI goggles will, uh, will, will be better or we'll see those external receivers, you know? Yeah. So I, I yeah. think that's the way that the, the, I could see the technology going that way. Yeah, and so, and I will say that those DJI goggles were fantastic. Yeah, I just need you know I need something different for me to be able to see um, with them better. Right. Nope. Agreed. So, so yeah, so so I was really happy to get my head plays, and and again, I appreciate it very much, Chris. For, yeah, not you know, a problem. Let me fly through those, man. Those were pretty fantastic. Yep. So, um, well, they were fantastic enough. I bought them. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And, and you know, in general, most everybody I I get under the head play goggles are like, wow, that's that's. It was nauseating for me, but well, I must have eye problems. <laughs> I, again, I think if you fly with them, and and I was telling Mike Finley too that at first they are very immersive, but that's at the I think the sixteen nine ratio. You can shrink it down to a four mm-hmm. three, okay, and make it yep, skinnier, and. Kind of get a jump, yeah. Get slowly work. Up yeah, or leave it there. Screen. You still, it still looks better even at the four three. Uh, as far as clarity and everything, is awesome. <clears throat> right. It's just too. Sure. I don't know how to explain it, but I, I got nauseated. I, I totally get it because there was even a couple times uh, when I first got them, uh, I got a little nauseous, and that was just flying the stupid little. Um, uh, what is it? The vapor FPV around my yard. It was kind of windy one day, and that thing was ooh. Uh, and I was like, "All right, I'm done. Okay. I'm out. That's, I can't handle that." Wow. <laughs> so yeah, I I understand it. It does take a little while to get used to. So I have to give it another shot since you own a pair. Yeah, I have to try again. Right. Dude, I love them. I love them. All right. One uh, last thing I wanted to talk about here, um, and then uh, we'll we'll move on. But anyway, so our last radiant fly. Uh, I decided to take the Phantom up and started chasing you guys around. I just wanted oh, to get yeah. some shots and everything. And Mike gets in a thermal. I mean, like, pretty quick you're in it and start going. So I'm like, I'm going after him. So I chase after you and followed you around till you know, my battery was done. You were still oh, going. Oh, yeah, because you had to come down. Yeah, I had to come forever. down. Oh, <laughs> you were like, oh, my God. Oh, you got nervous. I did get that. nervous. <laughs> but anyway, a couple things yeah. I wanted to talk about. One, it was surprising – on the ground when you when you were up 
like in the thermal, I was surprised at how much that radian was actually physically moving around, like not only, you know, forward, backward, left, right. Because you have all the stability in the yeah, world. Yeah, that thing was family, locked. You know? And you were just like, I'm like, I Mike, Mike, have. Mike, go <laughs> move. And then, and then you, it, it would take off and you're not even touching the I don't the even sticks. realize. Exactly. Yeah. I don't even know that that's going on up there. Um, the second thing that I was blown away by was when you guys got into a thermal, how fast and, and quick, and I don't know what the vertical speed a minute was on them things, but literally out of sight. Like, I could be full up on the Phantom. I mean, trying to go, and you were gone. I mean, literally I gone. I just don't even believe it. That had to be so I cool to see I couldn't believe, that. like, there you are, and then boom, out. Of, I mean, gone. Wow. And I was that seconds, so cool. like, seconds that holding so that throttle cool. up, waiting, 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 and then finally I'd get you in frame. Uh-huh, that's fast. amazing yeah that is i would have loved to have seen your pers- uh, your aspect of that yeah and we got some good shots up there it was absolutely beautiful i do have one mike coolens i'll have to show you where somehow you flipped around was coming at me and i think i was screaming and yelling like ah! and you, <laughs> i can't see yeah, you up there, and you obviously. pulled up right in front of the camera and turned like i get the i got the whole bottom of the radium <laughs> like turning up past me because i could not see that phantom up there even when you were with uh, me i'm like Oh my yeah. gosh, I can't see that. Yeah, it was insane. And then uh, again, it was really turbulent that t- that day. And and uh, finally, I think I was like at forty five percent battery, and I decided to come down. And man, I don't know if the Phantom got into a thermal. Is that even possible? <laughs> yeah. That thing was having trouble coming down. It really was. I couldn't believe how long it took you to get down. Yeah, it was nuts. Well. He- you you weren't up four hundred feet either. So. Uh, uh, maybe four hundred. <laughs> okay, four hundred and two. I yeah. think is what I had. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, I went over a couple feet. <laughs> yeah, you know, sue me. Yeah, I can't tell visually. Right, that it was four hundred and two. But man, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a great time, though. Man, it was just uh, guys. It was uh, off the hook. Yeah, I mean. In the th- been a the- long time since so I had that much fun. Oh, I was so exhausted <laughs> afterwards. Oh the my fu- gosh! The- I mean, because every Andre was staying at my house, and my wife's like, "You must have had a good time because you weren't here the whole time." <laughs> <laughs> like we get up, we left. Yeah, we get home at midnight, one o'clock, whatever it was. It's like, yeah. oh my gosh, we literally just used it as a sleep house. The- <laughs> yeah. The crazy thing was, I was thinking about it, and I was t- actually telling Andre, like, the first time he was here, it was unbelievable, and I, I didn't think we'd be able to top that, and especially with the weather we were supposed to have, and it's kind of like, I think Mike Finley talked about the first flight fest. He's like, man, I don't know, it's going to be really hard to top that yeah. first flight fest, and I didn't think yeah. we'd be able to do the Andre trip any better than what we did, did. the first year, but after it's all oh. said and done, it was, I mean, whoa, just Un- unbelievable <laughs> yes. like the crashing the flying coordinated the, turns. the coordinated turns the <laughs> coordinated turns the meat sweat oh my gosh i never laughed that hard i lost my voice i mean my throat was hurting oh my that. gosh i mean when you threw chris in there and showed him what those things that those controls were doing i'm like oh, oh my, my gosh, gosh. yeah <laughs> we were losing it just the stuff that happened and didn't happen and the the crazy crash stories like we've talked about a hundred times you can go out and try to hit somebody and never touch them for yeah you put two planes up there yeah put two radians up there magnets yeah <laughs> like figure. i i I couldn't believe it. It was just unbelievable. It was good. Because yeah, the odds took, against that are just phenomenal. Yeah, to I me. even took the, uh, I believe it was the Vortex and like tried to chew uh, yeah. Patrick's elevator off his Radian. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, what were the odds in that, you know? 
Ugh, yeah, exactly. It was so, a great time. Absolutely. Yeah, man. I tell you, I, I appreciate the <clears> fact <throat> that you guys let us come out and hang with you. I mean, that was so much fun. So much fun. Right. Um, Okay, Mike Finley, whatever you want to do is totally up to you. I know you got some stuff on the smoker. We were going to go read yep. some emails and maybe talk about the spark a little bit, I think, before we get out of here. So you're more than welcome to hang out, but I know you got stuff going. We can let you go. It's totally up to you what you want to do. Well, I would love to hang, you know, hang around, but I do have, uh, you know, quite a bit of meat on the smoker yep. that I'm trying to get uh, yep. taken care of. So totally I want to make sure it's still going good. Megan was hungry. Yeah, yeah I, know. I know. Well, you know, <laughs> you... I'm in Kansas City. Come on. By the time you get here, it'll be <laughs> oh, ready. Oh, my gosh. Well, we couldn't go the route you would take. That's for sure. Yeah. I don't want to go to Atlanta, then Las Vegas, and yeah. then back to. <laughs> there you go. Come on. You, go. you had we an indirect We can make a weekend out of it. Yeah. So <laughs> that, 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 who, who sent that message? That was hilarious. Hey, you guys ready to do it again this weekend? And my response was, yeah. Oh, that was the divorce. Yeah, Luis said, yeah, hey, same time next weekend. We're like, oh, yeah. I'll tell you the only downfall is we were quit. We were so exhausted flying all day that we quit at the best time that evening. Those yeah. last hours in the evening. That's the only thing I regret. I wish because that's when you're supposed to be flying, and we yeah. never flew once in the evening. I mean, yeah. we had a blast. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but it was like, and we were so exhausted. But it's like, oh, we missed some great opportunities in the evenings. Late oh, evenings. I know, yeah, I know. Because we'd be oh, eating dinner yeah. or whatever. And we're looking like, yeah. oh, beautiful man, sky. This is when we're supposed to be flying. Yeah. <laughs> we're sitting here crashing, relaxing. Well, right. we'd sit down the chairs after we got back from wherever and it was like yeah i'm just i'm done i, I hadn't flown i hadn't flown like that in months it's amazing or, you know, how almost can, a year i would out. say you know oh real quick uh mike finley before you go i, yeah. I kind of forgot about it so we leave chad's um we all come back to my house we were just going to hang out do a little cookout just talk about the weekend everything we eat. I cook some burgers on the grill. Mike says, "I'm going flying." And we're all like, "What? What? what, what oh, we we yeah, figured he was going to pull oh, out." Yes. We we <laughs> we thought, oh, okay, no. he's gonna he's gonna pull out a, a micro quad or the inductors. No, Mike Coolens pulls out the the um, UMX Radian at my house, and he goes, oh, "I'm gonna." I go, Mike, what are you doing? I thought I could fly around the trees and stuff there. So. <laughs> So Mike takes off, and I'm like, dude, you got to get above the trees. You you can't just you got. You, he's in my backyard. I'm like, circle, circle, and then the wind's coming. Yeah, under the canopy. Oh yeah, he's under the canopy flying. <laughs> Out over my house he goes. He can't find it. We thought he lost it. Darts back into the backyard. I got a little nervous. I must say, it was a little well, tighter quarters than I thought. It was that one pass where it went by like at Mach two. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely was more challenging than I expected. <laughs> you think? That you boy got were... comfortable that earlier that day, didn't he? <laughs> he was definitely a little cocky after that radiant flying. Yeah. Like, I'll show yeah. you guys. And the worst part is I broke it when it was sitting on the table. Yeah. And I pulled it across oh, yes. the plot. Like, so then we were like, you got to get this thing down. Then I, I started working. Yeah. I'm like, oh, crap. Right. I can't bring it down. And then he couldn't get it down. And how I don't know. He he was circling down, aiming for the cars. Went over the car, over my work truck, and plopped it right down nice in between my, the neighbor's driveway and in the grass. And, and your perfect. boy said it landed oh perfectly. God. Perfect. <laughs> He's like, it did. 
Shit knows. I just wanted to bow down to you, Mike Coolidge. After that day of flying, I was just like, you you are the man. He's the master. You are the man. Oh, gosh. Wow. What was I thinking, though? Then we went and got ice cream. Yeah, that was all good. No. Oh, yeah. Mike got his ice cream. Yes, he did. Got some ice cream, yeah. They didn't even have large. They just had small and medium. Like, what kind of joint is he taking me to? They don't have large. They don't have large ice cream. Yeah, he's like, can I Yeah, can I get two mediums? <laughs> you want to go back for a second? Yeah, I refrain. But I just ate three hamburgers, so I'm like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't get another ice cream. Oh. <laughs> maybe the medium will suffice for tonight. Yeah. Oh my god. So, but anyway, well, anyway that was guys, our weekend. I appreciate yep. it. Thanks. Thank you so much, and You're... thanks for having me on again this morning. Yep. No uh, problem. I will tell everybody we're having. Uh, Tucker got on tonight uh, on the Flight Test Community Podcast, mm-hmm. the FTCC. Um, Tucker God is uh, one of the PPG uh, demonstration guys. Okay. Uh, he makes some of the coolest videos out there. Okay. Um, just go out and look for Tucker Gott and, uh, you know, the PPG uh, power paraglider guys that uh, Flight Test has been dealing with. And this guy and his girlfriend is going to be on. And, man, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun, I think. So, so join us tonight. I believe it's going to be eight Eastern, seven Central. I okay. think you said you're going to share some of our stories too. Possibly is that right? When I yeah, I'm, I, I guarantee you, there's going to be a uh, Devil Cub conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to tune in just for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not sure if we'll get that out of the way earlier or, yeah. or later. I'm not sure yet. I'm so. definitely going to try grab and listen to that. So I think it's going to be a good one. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be pretty good. So guys. Again, thank you. Yes. Man, I had such oh, a great time out in Ohio. Thanks for coming out. That and, was awesome. Uh, I really look forward to July and seeing everybody again, oh, man. Too. You guys yep. are my brothers. And... July should be calm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think prob- it'll be a little easier. Yeah, probably for sure. <laughs> I don't think I'll be flying as much, actually. As <laughs> no, no. As you go to Flight yeah. Fest and not fly. <laughs> But my yeah, radiant right. will be there. Good, <laughs> good deal. All right, Mike Finley, thanks, thanks for joining again. us. And uh, I'm only kidding. He did. He just came on. We didn't actually steal. Yeah, because yeah. we got to spend time. So with he it. will be back at the FTCC. <laughs> but I had to harass Joel okay. for a little. I'm glad bit. you were able to uh, join good. us and share sharing our stories yeah. over the. Weekend. All right, absolutely. Mike Finley, take care. We'll talk to you soon. Take care, guys. All we'll right. talk to you. Bye-bye. Mike Finley, everybody, join us for uh, a little bit of the stories over the weekend. Man, it was just crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Oh. All right. Um, I know we're up. Uh, yeah, we're pushing two hours already. I just wanted to get through a few emails and just we won't dive too deep into the spark. I just wanted to talk a little bit. By now, everybody kind of knows everything that um, what's going on. A um, couple questions here. One, Andre, maybe you can answer this because I can't remember and I probably should have looked this up. This is from Peter Van van steenberg says hey okay rc after hours crew it wasn't long ago you were talking about some flight sims in particular flight sims for fpv quad flying i don't remember if it was the last episode when Stuart was on or what but would like to know what sims were that you mentioned in the podcast where can i find the links or could you email me the links there was an fpv quad sim that flight test mentioned about two years ago called fpv freerider which i have but could never get it to work on my computer the ones that you guys talked about really piqued my interest and want to look into. Thanks, everyone. And, oh, thanks, everyone. Even Mike Sasquatch Coolins for all the great times, bench flying, and crash stories. I can't remember so, what we talked about, to be honest with you. Um, there's liftoff. 
Oh, liftoff. Uh, that's right. Liftoff is one that they looked at. I'm just, I just grabbed like, you know, Google search, mm-hmm. uh, FPV free rider. Uh, cause that one's just a $5 purchase and you go, and even Wayne liked that one a lot, I think. Yeah. Uh, and I've never looked at any of the other ones. So I thought it was between liftoff and that one. I- I've never used one cause I don't, th- I don't have a pair of goggles with HDMI and I think that's the best part. Um, so your goggles would probably work great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's, that is, uh, again, after the weekend, that's something that's on my radar, but I would say liftoff and, um, you know, I'll put into, um, the comments, uh, I'll copy the link I just found with that one. Um, but, uh, I've never flown this flight simulator for, uh, FPV, which probably make me a little better, but I just enjoy, you know, grabbing a, the machine and shooting through the trees. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> so. That's, uh, you know, that's, I think, uh, it, it, it's funny. Like I said, I'll go back and I'll be on record saying these guys have changed my perspective, uh, as far as flying the small stuff. Cause I mean, you just, you get all the confidence in the world and we were, we were shooting through those. There were some gaps that I was going through mm-hmm. at Chad's place. Uh, I would never have ever tried with those, some of the larger quads, you know? No. And you don't have to b- worry about repairs. Like you crash and crash and crash. And even the vortex, man, it got, crash quite a bit never and it don't have the prop guards or anything on it never had to change a prop you know just the littler stuff takes the beating and you don't have to worry about you know smashing you know the yeah they just work you know yeah and even with the prop guards on i still managed to crack a prop but that's because i ran into chad's uh the play structure (laughs) yeah so i mean honestly personally there's nothing against sims and if you're really new and you just want a little stick time i understand the sims but if you if you're kind of in the RC and you know, what, what are you looking around? You look confused. Oh, oh, sorry. No, someone is opening the tap. My wife's outside gardening. So, the Oh, I was like, closing. did we lose him? What's going on? I got this strange look on his face. Like, what <laughs> the? Not, sorry. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Ours does the same thing. Um, anyway, I was saying that, you know, if you want to get into it and you have some RC experience, just, just buy one, go, you know, whatever you want. Try the Inductrix FPV first. I mean, that, oh, that, that, that was you awesome. can't beat that thing for the, you know, yeah, for the, buying them yeah, for. for the experience. And then maybe move up to something like the, plus Vortex when it's or bad the, outside in your house. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's phenomenal. I love that. Thing. Right. So, um, you know, just give that a try. I think that's the best way to go. You know, a lot of people. It definitely boosts your confidence because sure. I mean, I'm not that great of a pilot, and that thing makes you a good pilot. Yeah. It's like you you go through things you you wouldn't dream of. Yeah, I agree. All right, next question here, real quick, and I don't even know the answer to this one either, but maybe somebody out there does and can help um, TJ out. He says. Uh, following on the show, having seen one fly, I bought an E-Flight T28 plane. It comes with retracts, flaps, and looks great in the air. The model comes with a Spectrum AR636A receiver, but only features AS3X stabilization, not safe technology. However, I noticed that other aircraft with the same receiver model number come with safe recovery options included. It would appear that you can program the RX using the Spectrum app, but I can't see whether or not you can turn the safe option on. I suspect not, but I wondered if you have any experience or knowledge of this. I've also heard that you can take receivers like this out, like the one fitted in the Sukhoi, which also has uh, an AR-636, and fit them to other aircraft, and they are specifically tuned for particular models. If so, this seems like these receivers quite useless for anything else. Your thoughts or comments? Um, what I do kind of know and can tell you if it's a newer um, AR or a newer type receiver, 
with the app, I believe you can go in there and turn that stuff off or redo it. So if you pull a receiver, I believe out of an AS3X plane that's programmed, like say the Sukhoi, I believe you can turn it off or wipe out those settings through the app and, and put it into a different plane. Now I know early on, some of the earlier AS3X receivers, you couldn't do that. So I think it depends on if you have an older receiver or a newer receiver. Um, as far as the safe technology, that's a good question. I don't know, because I haven't really played around too much with these newer receivers, if you could go in and like turn on safe for different features. I'm not 100% sure. So if anybody's out there that yeah. can help TJ, uh, I, I don't know the exact Actually, answer. Actually, that, that is a fascinating question, but yeah. I, I've never fiddled with it. Obviously, he's talking about the 1.2 meter uh, yeah. with all the bells and whistles. Right. Um, I've never played with that setup. Uh, uh, so, But it would mm. be fascinating, and it does make sense, and it is, you know, because every plane is going to have a profile, and you'd think you'd be able to flick a switch. Um, so, interesting mm -hmm. way to go. I, I kind of like that technology idea, mm -hmm. um, you know, and even and even you know my comments over the weekend about AS3X were were positive for once. So. Yeah. So um, it's interesting to see that they're going this way, and then you could move your profiles from plane to plane to plane. My only concern with that is, what if you just slapped, you know, ah, grab a receiver from wherever and slapped it in the plane, you know? Oh yeah, what, that what could be bad. And if you forget that you haven't sounds like something I would do. that receiver. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> is doing this is fine. Receiver, receiver, yeah. it'll work. Well, this is it. You know, we're gonna we're we're gonna we're entering in another realm of the technology where it's like I have to have mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. my phone with me all the time and that yeah. cable so I can get in there and talk to it. Now, maybe one day um, Spectrum will work that into the remote so you don't have to connect. But I do, you know, or a little mm -hmm. Bluetooth module or something. Um, there's another question here. Do they have an ASC module that is not integrated into the receiver? Yes, um, they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So do you, when you do that, Chris, is it through Bluetooth or do you have a wire from your phone to the receiver? I think it was a cable. I'm pretty sure there's a cable. I'm trying to remember. It's been so long ago since I even tried it. I'm pretty sure there was a cable we had to plug in to it. Because every time, there for a while, I have the cable somewhere, but there for a while, that stupid cable was on back order forever, if I remember correctly. But lately, yeah. everything I buy has just been bind and fly with the receiver in it. So I haven't, I honestly haven't messed with the app in a long, long, long time. So mm. I, I've never looked at it, obviously. So yeah, it's uh is that the transmitter receiver programming guide or cable, sorry? Yes. Yes, I believe so. So that's got a full USB. So that's not phone compatible, though. They do have one that's phone phone compatible because they ask you oh, okay. uh, for the Apple or Android phone. So somewhere oh, okay. that you, it, there is one for sure. Okay. Uh, all right. Moving on. One thing I wanted to talk about. This is from Mike Jackson. And I know we talked about battery life and flying the inductrix and we're always like complaining about, you know, the three minutes or whatever. Now, maybe he took it the wrong way, but I just wanted to talk about it real quick in case if there's more people out there. He says, the last podcast you were talking about the inductrix FPV and the short flight times. I caught the part of the live taping and mentioned how I was getting four minutes on my setup. First, I was having the same issue, only getting about two minutes with my custom whoop and also with my dad's inductrix FPV. Even purchased the best lipos at 205 milliamps. I was getting frustrated in the, and kind of set aside the whoops as the flight times were terrible. At 
FFW, I bumped in into the solution. Long story short, Jesse Perkins per, Perkins was our next door neighbor at camp. I ended up talking to him several times and I gave him all my info and he helped me dial in my whoop. Here's a summary. Industrix FPV, in his opinion, is the best flight controller for the tiny whoop. Remove the heavy canopy, replace it with a lighter 3D printed mount. Replace the stock battery cable with the upgraded connectors or wires. Get batteries with the upgraded up graded connector install the special sauce motors best power amp reduce for the inductrix board and fly now um mike if you don't know i do have that exact same setup and i have flown it and it is better than the stock inductrix i have the upgraded motors i actually have the upgraded camera um, and everything and i have the different connector i did change the connector on it um, so yes, I totally understand what you're getting, but I guess our point was being, we, we have so much fun, fun with them, the three minutes or whatever you're getting, we want more now. And also I, I think we mentioned it with you, Mike, you bought the tattoo two Oh fives. I think they are. I don't know. I don't remember. Anyway, you were getting four, four minutes. minutes out of yeah. them. So I can't complain. No, we can't complain. And, no. and you're flying a complete stock inductrix fpv mm -hmm. so and i haven't tried the, your batteries in this thing yet but but i do have i think the motors are a little bit hotter in this so, so it might drain might faster. might go a little bit faster but i will agree the regular tiny whoop setup what i have here if, if you're watching us live and can see it on camera it is better than the stock uh fpv inductrix but that said i just want to let you know yeah we have tried everything and we have no problems everything's good we just we have so much fun with it. We'd yeah. love to see, you know, more than the, yeah. the four Especially minutes. when they're not underwater. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I forgot about that, too. It, it, it will be interesting to see if they do step away from those micro connectors in time based on everybody's comments because we know that is the thing. But I'm not going to go and, you know, repatch, you know, 10 kid batteries, you know, just for just to eke out another minute of time. I'm just going to buy another five batteries and get my time that way. So, yeah. Um, it will be interesting to see if they do it. We did. I did link Chris a um, from one of uh, the overseas suppliers who basically had a inductric inductors clone, but it was running brushless motors. So yeah, we should throw that link maybe out somewhere or put it on the website. I don't know what to do with it, but yeah, it was. Wow, I was interesting. And the funny thing was, and I could be wrong on this. I say stuff that's wrong all the time, but. It seems to me everything that is brushless all seems to run on a two cell basically, and this was a brushless yeah. that actually ran on a one, one cell, but it was wow. a big battery though. Was it three fifty or something? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't just a little two oh five. It was a pretty good size uh, one cell. I'd be very interested in that thing of what you know uh, how it flies or how yeah. it works, and it, and the other curious thing is obviously that technology is kind of out there and it's coming this might be first one so i'm sure a lot of the big companies maybe even horizon are already on yep. this and like ah maybe next year buddy yeah next down the road year. coming for christmas or late fall or whatever we're probably gonna see that i think so uh yeah another good point a lot of the, the smaller quads are using the jst one cell packs and that that is much better yeah for sure and even mine, my, my GT90 came soldered using the balance port. I can mm. swap it over to the J, uh, to the JSD connectors too for because mm. they're light. And then, you know, obviously the bigger stuff, we were all using the XT30s 
Yeah. So, you know, connectors connect. So we'll see if they can fix that up over time. And but uh, we're definitely going to see brushless micros, uh, you know, the, the little tiny things for next year for sure. Yeah. All right. A couple more and we'll get out of the emails here. Just I want to talk about real quick. Uh, one of them was Jason Duncan. And I've seen these before and I just wanted to throw it out there. It's it's rather interesting. We're always talking about the belly landers, how we love them. We miss them. They're in mm-hmm. a lot of people. He says, uh, I'm curious about you guys always talking about the P-51 Park Zone a couple times and how it was just a simple belly lander. I wish they would remake it also, but I found one from Tower Hobbies for about 120 bucks. that might be the same thing. Wondering if you've heard of it and if you think it would be uh, the Park Zone. Yeah, Jason, I agree. I have looked at those before. Uh, it looks like a good park size belly lander. I haven't flown one. I don't know much about them, but I have looked at them. It would be kind of interesting to see. They're one of the few out there that are still you know belly landers without all the the bells and whistles yeah so yeah. it'd be something to look into down the road possibly you know maybe get one Try comparing it, it yeah. yeah to see and they're cheap too you know uh there was one more andre oh this is what i wanted to talk to you about um josh fagan wanted to know i thought it'd be quite fun if you guys went through the bang good rc airplanes and had a discussion about them Take this absolute gem, for example, a mini twin-engine 185-928-millimeter wingspan EPO RC airplane FPV aircraft kit from Banggood. So, Andre, you're, you're kind of on the Banggood, you know. Uh, bandwagon. Well, <laughs> say bandwagon, but, you know, you're on the site looking around. Like, have you ever even thought about any, you know, something like that? They're, they're super cheap. I mean, really cheap. I was just curious if uh, you ever tempted. I have ordered... I've ordered two airplanes from from uh, Banggood, mm-hmm. um, and that was the uh, Micro or the Mini Sky Hunter, and then I've got a wing under the bench that I actually never popped, never built up. Um, so I, I've looked at some of them, but my concern with ordering from from overseas is like, and this was like this was with the mi- mi- Micro Sky Hunter test. Would it survive? Because you know they do have stuff, but I just uh, I, I hate the weight. <laughs> The shipping is so long and mm-hmm. it takes so long that I basically, the last thing I've ordered is props for this guy. At least they came in a decent time. But, um, you know, I had orders that took five, six months to show up. So I basically have given up on them, to be honest, as a supplier, uh-huh. uh, unless, you know, just for backup. So, right. but we could totally sit there and, uh, you know, we could, um, uh, we could sit there and go through a lot of the airplanes. A couple of the people I know, or uh, you know, watch on social media and everything uh, are quite involved with being good as far as reviews and everything. So I can also we can use those as uh, you know jump off references to see how the airplanes go. And you know they 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 do stock a fairly healthy variety of airplanes as well. So it might be mm-hmm. something worth worth us doing or ordering a a bird or two uh, yeah. between us and doing some reviews down the road. So it is something we should definitely put on our radar to do. Yeah. So, so let me correct myself. You're not on the bandwagon. <laughs> the ship times no, are way I, too long. I, you know, so, like, yeah. I, I've used them for, I mean, a lot Backup, of my early yeah. FPV kit and everything, and it was really good. But like end of last year and this year has just been terrible for getting stock into Canada. So I, I just basically gave up. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've, I've, you know, outside of destroying, you know, the, the Radiant, I haven't needed parts recently. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. And in general, I mean, you get what kind of you get what you pay for. That's in there, anything in the RC industry. You know, if you're yeah. 
going to spend half the money on a plane is probably going to fly half as good. Not always, but in general, in general. So, all right, uh, we'll get off the emails. We do have some crash stories. I think we'll save them from next time. Uh, real yeah. quick, we're not going to talk a lot about it, but I just want to definitely touch on it. Touch on it's it. Yeah, it's the right newest now. thing. And that's the DJI Spark. And I've watched a ton of videos on it. Uh, I thought it was funny that our good buddy Casey Neistat uh, had one and and couldn't really do much flying because he's being investigated by the, the FAA. So I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, but anyway, the Spark really, after checking it out, reading about it, watching some videos, this really is the what the Lily drone wanted to be. Honestly, like when Lily come out and we seen this, and we're like, it ain't gonna happen. It's not gonna work. And, and they tanked and it went under. Um, but the spark actually, I think is something that it's proven it. Yeah, it is proven. And it, and I think it will work for what, you know, what it's designed for, like what the Lily was supposed to do, what they were actually advertising. Now question is, was the, the Lily just ahead of its time and didn't quite have that technology for what they wanted to do with it. And they couldn't get it to work correctly and was like, ah, you know, it just ain't going to happen. And, and DJI seen this and goes, well, you guys might not have it, but we, but we do. No, we can do a little tweaking and fiddling and give us another year, a couple years, and I think we can make it work. So they hopped on it. Uh, so, you know, they're uh, kind of competing with the unique breeze that came out here probably about a year ago or so that uh, I actually talked to a few people who have it and really like it. So is that only 30 meters range? It says. Well, here's yeah, here's what we're going to talk about. Um Basically, if you get out of the box, Mike, uh, you're going to pay four ninety nine. You see it up here, mm-hmm. so you're getting you know one battery, the the drone, and it flies off your phone through Wi Fi. So you're not going to get the range. Uh, it does about thirty miles. But, t- but you can get a remote for it. You correct. can get a two point four remote. So yeah, correct. So, but out of the box for four hundred dollars, you know, you get the drone and and everything, and flies off your phone. It seems pretty dis- decent. Everybody, the videos I've watched, everything says it does fly fairly well out of the box on your phone. It does the hand gestures and you can move it around with your hand. It does have some really cool features. 16 minute fl- flight time. It does only have a two axis gimbal, um, 12 megapixel camera, I believe. Now, it's if the combo, if is you buy with, the combo, is that with the transmitter, here's the combo, Mike. You get oh. aircraft, propellers, uh oh that's a regular combo uh you get the yeah, remote controller fine. which is the same as the mavic okay. extra props prop guards battery charging hub power cable charger two batteries storage box micro usb and a shoulder bag so for 6.99 or say 700 dollars, you're going to get this stuff now this is just my opinion i think what it's really designed for and what you're getting i think i would just buy the regular spark um again it's wi-fi based so I think with the, now correct me if I'm wrong, Andre. I think even if you do get the remote controller, isn't that still based off of Wi-Fi, or am I wrong? Because you're no. You're, I thought when I read the specs, mm-hmm. uh, hold on here. I thought you got the, the I thought you got the range on part because it's like the Mavic in that sense because you can fly the Mavic with your phone. Um, That's true. But you're limited, right? I wasn't. The remote sh- looks at. It is identical, and I didn't know if it ran the light bridge because your transmission distance does go up to 1.2 miles. Yeah, two kilometers. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I have to see what the transmission says. But, yeah, obviously it's better 
I'm just scrolling through Wi-Fi. Yeah, you have 100 meters distance, or you know, so you're really limited um, vision. It doesn't say oh, 3D sensing camera. I'm trying to find out what the video transmission is. Drone remote. Uh, is it in the specs at all? Are you looking at? The yes, specs? that's where I'm right now. I'm all just right. trying. I'm really quickly. Yeah. They don't. They don't list the kind of transmission, the video transmission, like they do for the uh, the other birds. Yeah. So while you're looking that up, uh, real quick, we'll go some through some of the features. Here we go. Uh, go ahead. Did vision system. Vision mm -hmm. system is uh, operating range is 30 meters, 90 feet. So I think the video is obviously Wi-Fi. I think that's what the deal is. Mm. The video transmission is Wi-Fi, even if you get the other remote. So I think that's the problem. Oh, I see. Got you. So you were right. Then. Yeah. It's interesting. So the, the remote control will give you range, but obviously you wouldn't get the video. So yeah, mm. there's almost well, no value. Range. Yeah, you're not going to see that thing. I mean, yeah, on a site yeah. to increase your range. But hmm. I mean, who knows? I, I, I'll have to dive into the documentation. I, I admit I haven't really looked at this thing yet uh, really closely. Sure. Right. Um, but again, if you're going to do something like that and you want to get out and really fly, you might as well just step it up, pay a few extra $100 for the Mavic, I think. Mavic. And you're going to have a much yeah. better platform. Yeah, this uh, is strictly like a selfie type, like what it was designed for. I mean, like Lily was a yeah. selfie drone. Yeah, Pat Murphy. the The price for just the Spark uh, to fly off your phone is uh, four hundred bucks, right? Three ninety nine, I believe, wasn't it? We just looked at it. Uh, hang on. Oh, four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. I'm sorry. So five hundred bucks for just the Spark. Because um, it was funny when we first talked to Mike Finley about it. He's like, "Oh man, if I would have known the Spark was coming out before the Mavic, I would have bought that." But I think. If you would have dove into it a little bit more, I don't know if he would be happy with what he was getting. But anyway, let me go through a few features. Uh, video on tap, quick shot, has uh, rocket mode, which that doesn't sound good. Extend with the camera pointing <laughs> downward. Yeah, that doesn't sound good at all. Drony mode, fly backwards and upwards with the camera locked on your subject. Circle mode, of course, that's circle around your tar target or helix. Fly upward, spiling around your subject. Also, as tap to fly, flight at your fingertips, coordinate, tap the screen and fly to that spot, maintaining altitude or direction. Keep flying in that direction as you tap on the screen. It does also have active track, so you can track your target in front, uh, front or behind or even circle around it. And it has profile where you follow your subject from a fixed perspective. Now, the other kind of cool thing it does have, it's got um, gesture mode for selfies or, or palm control. So you can do, you can raise your, raise your arms, wave your hands, make a frame with your fingertips and maneuver your spark to shoot photos where... Yeah, Mike Finley says, yeah, I'm happy with my Mavic. Uh, it has palm control where you can actually, Mike, put your palm out and move it, and, and the spark will follow your palm so you can kind of get it in position. So it, really for something you pull out of your pocket, you know, and you want to get some shots or you got friends, I mean, something a small. A people you want to get pictures Anything, of really. You know, even out, honestly, out on a hike, you just want to get out away and get some shots or some video. It does only shoot 1080 um video i believe no 4k or anything like that but it is cool i think i think for what you're getting it's it's interesting yeah let me see it's, if I can it will be uh, i i'm gonna we're gonna watch this one in fascination because we knew 
we knew when we saw the Mavic what its capacity was and everything. And it's basically it is exactly like Mike Finley described. It's, you know, I have a Phantom. I can't take the thing on my trip all the time. I'm willing to sacrifice some of the video quality mm-hmm. for a capable machine. This is this is different. But mm-hmm. is this you know, when your kid is going, you know, I, I I want a drone. Is this the thing that, you know, so is this going to be their hot Christmas seller? And I, I've got a very sneaky suspicion this one will do really well for them this winter. Yeah, I agree. I mean, everybody has a phone nowadays. No, you know, you don't need, really need problem, to. Yeah. yeah you, you know, you pull it out of your pocket. You can t- take it anywhere. Ba- I mean, it's even smaller than the Mavic. You can literally, I've seen yeah. some videos where people, some people even like, if you got cargo shorts on, Mike, like I got on now. Side pocket. Side pocket, man. Thing goes right in there. Uh, 16 minute battery life is not bad. They're small. You know, you'd carry two, three batteries with you. Um, it's cool. I, I, I like it for what it is. I would like to see the yeah. price maybe come down just a I think little I read bit. Somewhere it has more sensors than some of their other products, like the Mavic. Like well, every time, every time they roll sensors. out something. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Well, this one, this one of all the of all the copters, they've got to you know have jam packed with sensors. This one's important because this is not going to be, you know, at a hundred feet in, in yeah, vertical figuring, space. Okay, we're around people mm-hmm. with this one. You know, we got to have yeah. all the sensing capability. Yeah. Because people are taking shots of themselves with this thing. Um, close Fred, range. Chris, yeah. Fred's on the ball. I got to go. Fred's here. I got to I can't oh, hear him. He's, Fred, uh, Fred, Fred, we're shutting it down. Fred has entered. the. Fred. He's, uh, no. Yeah. yeah, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Just kidding. Oh, my gosh. Um, so. Does it come with a case? Uh, I think the option package, yeah, I think it's got the full travel case and the remote and everything, but it's kind of hard to look at. Here, I'll tell you real quick. Maybe, maybe not. I just had it up. I don't think the. I know. Oh, where did it go? I was looking at the specs. Um, it does have 3D sensing system, obstacle sense sensing range one to sixteen feet. Operating environment detects diffuses reflective surfaces twenty per, greater than twenty percent larger than a twenty by twenty centimeters. Walls, trees, people, etc. Uh, the camera is really tiny on it. Uh, field of view is 81.9 degrees. Mm. So, yes, it does come with a bag if you buy the Spark Fly More combo. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, and hey, you can get nice, colorful shells on it. So, everybody can, you know, everybody can mm-hmm. have a different color. Did someone. Did Flight Test, did they have one of these down at the shop yet? I think they did or did they? There is one a coming. Uh, I was one told coming. Uh, that one is coming. Uh, mm-hmm. They hadn't got it yet. Mm-hmm. Casey got one, but the uh, you know flight tests didn't get one yeah, yet. Yeah, <laughs> makes no sense to me. But so it's going to be interesting. Uh, I always it's funny because it's uh, I, I get to talk to Alex and we, we do discuss uh, a lot of the uh, the stuff. So I'm going to be picking his brain when it comes in just to hear because mm-hmm. you know yeah right get get Fred on on on, on Skype so you Is guys can finally have have. Andre and Fred on the same podcast. No, see, that's it's not going to happen. No, that'll never just, happen. Andre and Fred will never happen. be on the same podcast. Never. <laughs> what are you, crazy? Oh, that's funny. Ongoing. What is this, three years deep or something? It's still ongoing. Yeah, yeah, what did you say, yeah. Mike? You had a question. I, I, I must have missed it. I was wondering if it had brushless motors. Oh, I yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> Brushed. Uh, I'll, see if, I'll see if I got some more. 
Uh, to access gimbal, just looking through, record more detail, versatile photography. Yeah, it's basically just a shrunk down. I was surprised at the speed, 31 miles an hour. Um, I think that's about it. Return to home, flight autonomy, flight protection. Let me click on this here real quick. Enhance somewhere. Uh, Sparks flight autonomy system includes a main camera, vision posi posi positioning sensor. I've been doing this too long. We got to get out of here. 3D sensing system, <laughs> dual band GPS, high precision inertial measurement unit, 24 powerful computing cores. This allows Spark to hover accurately anywhere with VPS assistance up to 98 feet. Sense obstacles up to 16 feet away and land safely. Worry-free worry flight uh, can return home to the point automatically with sufficient GPS signal. If the battery gets too low, connection is lost. You hit the return to home button. Spark flies back to the preset home point. Yeah, just like the normal ones. Uh, DJI's Geo system lets you know where drone flights may raise safety or security concerns, such as near airports or stadiums. This provides information needed to fly the Spark safely. High energy LiPo batteries. Da, 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 yeah. So there you have it. The DJI Spark. You know, we, we were talking a little Are bit. Are they in stock? Uh, I think you can buy one now, I believe. Let's see. Uh, we'll hit buy now. Oh, estimated shipping date, June 15th. Another so, month. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting, Andre. We were kind of all, well, not everybody, but me and you at least were a little worried about this update. We talked about a couple podcasts ago with DJI. and yep. sending, We had nothing here. No firmware yep. update. We were able to fly, no problem. So I don't know really what, if that was just other places than, you know, North America or what it was. Yeah, but we, well, we were pretty clear of anything bad. Anyhow, we yeah. weren't flying anywhere near anything active. And yeah, actually, you know what I should have done is I should have tried to fire mine up at Fury Field to see what would happen. But because that's Fury Airport, right? So, yeah, yeah. But, you know, the crazy thing is, even though, well, yeah, maybe now might be different. But even at Flight Fest, I, that thing never came up or anything about being near an airport at all. It is private, but still, I would think it would let you know or something. But I don't know. That's that's a good question. All right, gentlemen, what do you think? We had enough. I think we've I think uh, so. we've we've rocked this one out. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. Another RC After Hours podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for Mike Finley for coming on, talking about our part two of uh, Andre's Ohio trip. Mike Collins, thanks for coming in. Yep, uh, a lot of fun. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Like I said, I'll put out our other podcast today, and then who knows, maybe I'll put this one out next week. We'll probably take at least a week off, at least. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we need, a, we need a little break. Oh, man. Thanks for joining us. Check out the RC After Hours um, Instagram. We'll continue to post more pictures on Instagram through the trip. I'm going to try to work on a video uh, to show the crashing of the timber and the tundra so that'll give me about a week or so i'll work on that but andre you might pump out a, a quick clip i believe of us crashing so stay maybe tuned with that oh maybe it's already out there oh uh, there you go so thanks for joining us helping us out uh, all our fans uh, go check out static rc if you want to win the action cam and uh, just so everybody knows that's s t-a-t-i-k not i-c i-k for static rc 
we're out of here. Link is See, on our page. Yep, link is on FT, or, uh, FT. There I go. RCAfterHours.com. I've been in the studio too long. we got to get out of here. Thanks, Thanks for <laughs> listening, guys. Thanks for joining us. We will see you later. See ya.